For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. Shout out. To our sponsor from the makers of Helix, the most comfortable mattress ever, comes all form. Easily customizable sofas, armchairs, love seats, and more. All form delivers directly to your home with fast, free shipping. You can assemble all the furniture yourself in minutes. Right now, all form is offering 20% off all orders for our listeners at allform.com slash Nate. That is 20% off all orders at allform.com slash Nate. Also, uh, what is way more eco-friendly than a car? Ele- electric e-bikes. Electric. Join the affordable e-bike revolution. Go to L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com and use code Nate to get a free foldable mountain bike lock with any bike purchase. That is a free bike lock when you use code Nate at L-E-C-T-R-I-C E-B-I-K-E-S dot com. Electric ebikes.com. Uh, guys, I'm a big fan of Everyman Jack. It's made me smell better, makes me more confident. They got body wash, they got deodorant, uh, they got it all. They make every day feel like a getaway with incredible scents inspired by the great outdoors. Everyman Jack uses responsibly made packaging, and their products are all cruelty free. They're men's care, naturally derived, outdoor inspired. Look for them at Target, Walmart, Amazon, or EverymanJack.com. <clears throat> Upstart has helped over 1.8 million customers on their path to financial freedom. Don't wait. Check your rate today at upstart.com slash Nate. Loan amounts may vary. Go to upstart.com slash Nate. Let's go, folks. Welcome. Uh, <clears throat> here we are, episode two, Dusty Slay. All Second right. episode. Yeah. Yeah, we made it. We made it. 101. <laughs> 101. This is it. This is the new beginning. I'm Seems pumped. like people didn't like the first one. Uh, <laughs> Start over. They uh, no, we we don't know yet. We had to record this one uh, now, so we're because uh, it was Memorial Day or something, right? Right. We got yeah. Memorial Day coming up. Memorial Day's coming up. That's we, fun. We were just in Woodstock. I did great. Aaron yeah. struggled. There you go. But I just got back from Dolphin Island. Lost a leg from a <laughs> yeah. shark attack. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff. Let's uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. Uh, <laughs> start with the comments. Uh, Katie Fid- Fidel Holtz. Holtz. <laughs> Fidel Holtz. 
What would you say? I would say Fidel Holtz. Fidel Holtz. I went to the Cubs Diamondbacks game on May 22nd, and the giveaway of the day was an ice pack to support gout <laughs> awareness. <laughs> While everyone else thought the ice pack was a piece of junk, I told them this was the perfect opportunity for me to send in my first comment to the Nate Land podcast. There it is. That's awesome. That's great. That's I love that. Yeah. Brian was like, yeah, you got to get me to throw out the first pitch yeah. out there, dude. That'd be the yeah. one. Walk out there, take some time. He's going to take him a little bit longer to get out there. <laughs> <laughs> they start him out. You're like the Ollie Joe Prater that's already sitting out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> already on the mound. Yeah. We told that story on you. Yeah, yeah with a sheet he's over in, me. He's got this sheet. It's too big to walk out there, so they just un- un- unveil him. <laughs> and there's out there and throws the first pitch. <laughs> and then a team of uh, – uh, and they're, they're like, give it up for the airborne twenty first arm. They're going to carry the gout, Aaron, off the. It's a whole military unit. It <laughs> comes out, wheels them off, and it's like, ah, everybody's good. I think that's a pretty fun thing to get a nice pack. Uh, yeah, that's something you can actually use instead of you know a little cheap bobblehead or something like that. It's like something that would be in your fridge, your freezer, and you were you're like, you know what, use it more than anything else. You would be. You'll forget about it till you need it. Yeah, like oh, thank God I went yeah. to the Cubs game. Yeah. Hmm. Gabe Phillips, how do comics decide where to focus their eyes when doing their act? I took my wife to see Nate's show in Spokane on May nineteenth. Nate chose to look directly at me or my wife quite a bit. It was a lot. I'm convinced he was looking at me because he could tell I'm a fellow quadrigarian and that would be <laughs> and that we would be friends. My wife is convinced that he was staring at her and she was getting a little uncomfortable. Can you actually see people's faces when you're up there in the bright lights? I am right that Nate and I developed a connection and my wife have a shot at being friends. Or do I need to schedule a fight with Nate for staring at my wife? Uh, yeah, I can't see anything. So I have the spotlights in my eyes. So I, I, I can't. I, I don't know what I'm looking at, and I but I do it for that reason. I mean, I don't want to be. I'm not looking. If yeah, if someone's in the crowd, I'm not looking at you directly. Mm-hmm. I do it so I would because I always had a hard time when the lights are not when they're up. I have a hard time making. I don't want to look because of that. I don't want to make someone feel uncomfortable. Uh, you know, because you can feel uncomfortable, and I don't want to feel. You know, some guys like it. I would always either look above their head too. Sometimes I try to sometimes. Kind of stare to the back, of the, especially in a theater when you got the upstairs. Like, if you kind of stand, stare straight back, so it's at least. Yeah. But it's hard not to be. You know, I try to look everywhere, but it's. I'm only gonna. I mean, I don't move around a ton, so my eyes are probably always going to hit kind of the same spots. Yeah. And but yeah, I have when I when a comic has a spotlight in their eyes. That's you know. You yeah, can't see I that. like to look middle of the room too. Yeah, and some, and, and, you know, and it's like I feel like the moment I make eye contact with someone, I'm like now like a real person, and yeah. I'm not like the entertainer right. on stage. Yeah, and I, it's too weird. I'm like I don't even know what's happening up here if I'm lo- locking eyes with someone. Yeah, one girl was like, "You were looking at me a lot during the show," and I was like, "I don't, I don't know if I was or not, yeah. but I did <laughs> <Maybe>. see you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's. I, I would always like in clubs. I would always kind of always be looking like right. I was right above their head. Yeah, and then it looks like you're looking kind of at them, but you're not. Uh, but yeah, and I like it. I like the audience very dark. Yeah, I get the audience. Usually, it's for me. The audience is blacked out where it's as dark as it can be, and I have spotlights in my face. Well, you want it up a little bit mm. if you're Brian and you're zip zap zopping with the crowd a little mm-hmm. bit, oh, doing yeah. a little crowd work, yeah, talking well, about what people yeah. are wearing. People still getting seated. <laughs> and, uh, 
Yeah, they gotta be able to see their seat, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of. I would imagine your crowd is there before you show up for the. It's your audience would be an audience that's there before the doors are open, and you're they're like literally like and they go once again we're gonna start an hour early. <laughs> literally every ticket here is an hour early, and they're they're all there. They're ready to go. Or the like the when I did your show and the girl I recognized the girl the next day and yeah. she didn't recognize me. Yeah, yeah. I've had yeah. that happen. It's uh, <laughs> what's a quad forty. Uh, 40. It's somebody like in their 40s. Oh. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, you know. Okay. It's, it's a new we it's talked a science about word. Septa, was it octogenarian yeah. or septatarian? You're an octogenarian or somebody in their 80s. There's terms for all whatever decade you're in. Mm-hmm. So you just had a birthday. Yeah, you just joined. Yeah, I've just joined that club, the quadrigenarian club. Oh, you're 40? <laughs> yeah. Oh, welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank it's you. fun times. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh yeah, it, uh, yeah. That's it. I, I, if I, if I'm, I can't see you. It's not that I don't want to, that I wouldn't stare at you. Uh, <laughs> I don't want you to be offended by that. You yeah. go, so you don't want to see us? <laughs> Your wife's attractive enough. Yeah, you got a beautiful wife, Gabe. Uh, Gabe, I was looking at you. Uh, it's no, it's there. Uh, yeah, I have it like that, just so I can't see. And then that way, I, you, I feel like you do have some personal kind of things. But, you know, that, that, that's what it is. Uh, Tom Stanton. Nate, I saw your show in Albany, and you were great. It prompted a friend of mine to admit that she, too, was raised by strict parents and was disinvited from sleepovers because when her friends wanted to watch Titanic, she panicked and called her mom. Her mom then told her friends that none of them could watch it either, and for some reason they listened to her. I can't conceive of this since my dad used to let me watch R-rated movies. Like I was his weekend drinking buddy. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, I don't want to just, yeah, I have a joke about that. I'm not going to tell you. It's pretty crazy, though, that you would. joke is. As a, but I guess as a kid, you just listen to adults and. Yeah, I mean, I did. I didn't, you know, my my whole, yeah. You're afraid you'll get. About it. You're afraid you'll get in trouble even if someone else's parents. Well, you don't want to lie to your parents. I mean, I don't, I still to this day don't want, I mean, I don't want to disappoint my parents. But now. in this case, her friends who parents may have been fine with it, even didn't watch it. Yeah. I mean that, you know, that seems like that's probably a little, but that's, uh, that's on that mom. And so maybe the mom kind of should just said, my, my parents would just said, well, why don't you come home? And then instead of saying, well, no one's allowed to watch it. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, and if they, <clears throat> and I'm sure they listen to it. I mean, yeah, if you're a kid, if an adult says something, I right. mean, you end up going, okay, yeah, no. We would have so. told that girl to go home if it, we were the kids. We would have <laughs> yeah. been like, well, why don't you just go home? Yeah, well, I don't know. Trailer Park, I doubt you are that sure. <laughs> no, no, we were not. That's right, yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah. <laughs> no. My mom was not home, and yeah, uh, we were all smoking. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I would think the rules are true. I mean, this is, we're talking about regular people. Here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these people are in brick houses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This uh, Christina Barja. Last weekend, I went to a cabin in Minnesota with some friends, and we did not have any small sticks or papers to help start the bonfire. We did, however, have a huge box of Doritos. I remember the Life Hacks episode and decided to give it a try. We used the Doritos to help start the fire, and it turned out great. I never knew this podcast would provide such practical advice. 
Thanks for the life hacks. There you go. How about that, Brian? We're doing it. You did, you did it. it. That's really good to hear because that was the episode where I remember during it, I was like, I don't think this podcast will be around much longer. Yeah. <laughs> during during that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we might have reached well, the we bottom. We were just lifting. <laughs> yeah, we were just listing stuff. Yeah. It was a real low point in uh in the in the pod. Yeah, but it for helped. Sure. It yeah. helped people. It did. Yeah. It's real advice. There you go. You thought it was good? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was Cowgate. That was that there, episode. That was oh, what? That, oh, that was Cowgate. Yeah. Oh, and I called you a cow. No, it wasn't. Oh. Uh, well, we. I read one on that episode, but this was the one. The Life Hacks episode was the one with Caleb Elliott as our guest. Oh, uh, okay. And we pivoted halfway through to world records. Oh right. Yeah. Right. Right. Just list. <laughs> well, yeah, because the Life Hacks was just like it's just a list of put a different tag on your suitcase so you can locate <laughs> it yeah that's how i got started <laughs> that yeah. was the wrong one to jump off with i guess yeah oh just saying that and then you look at me going eh, go with that you're like <laughs> well you went with it that's, yeah that's the one that went and went and went because well, i could say i couldn't you know but the, it's it wasn't like a good topic to like be right. funny with right <clears throat> well, save christina's life so uh, <laughs> save christina's life yeah. They're in a cab and they're trying to have a nice fire. I don't know how they didn't have any sticks around though. They could have went and looked. Yeah. Yeah. They're in a cabin. So her weekend just goes from we didn't get to start the fire. But we had a nice trip in the cabin. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't hey, we're just in there lighting Doritos on, on fire. Yeah, not on Mount Rainier. Uh <laughs> and I mean, yeah. It is crazy to think who we didn't have any small sticks or paper, but we did have a uh, huge box of Doritos. <laughs> Plenty like, of Doritos. What kind of party y'all having over there, Christine? <laughs> like, uh, Tanner Baldrich. Growing up, I did karate competitive, competitively for about nine years. During my last year competing at my last tournament, my age division was 18 to 35. I was 18. Usually only a couple of guys in their 20s would show, and it'd be a pretty fair fight. Unfortunately, this year I had to compete against a 35-year-old man with a wife and kids. Nothing takes your confidence away faster than watching your opponent's son come up, hug him, and say, beat him up, daddy, (laughs) (laughs) two seconds into the fight. He kicked me in the face and broke my nose. He then proceeded to beat me up in front of his family and my own. (laughs) Needless to say, it was not the best way to end my final tournament. That's when it got real. It's like when I quit baseball once that when once all the kids start getting bigger and you're not, you're oh like, yeah, I'm out, I'm out of here, dude. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, the physical difference between an 18 and a 35 year old is staggering. It's 35 is a grown yeah, man. It's a grown man. The life ex- experience too is just it's they just been through so much more. He's it's had it's kids, a different thing. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's like he's protecting a family. <laughs> yeah, 18 year olds got nothing to fight for. Yeah, just like oh yeah, I was just like trying to do. I'm just doing some karate. <laughs> Trying to have fun with my friends. Yeah, he goes, I started when I was nine, and now I made it to 18. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll see what I can do. Up yeah, that, in the big legs now, yeah. though. Yeah, that seems like that's, they shouldn't be allowed to fight. It's a huge range. <laughs> yeah. Like a, yeah, that's a big, I mean, 18 to 35, I mean. <laughs> what kind of guy's beating an 18-year-old in front of his kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean one that's still, up, daddy. I, would, I would say one that's still taking karate at 35. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a guy that's Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel Cordell. This year our son Eli was on his high school's scholastic bowl team, which right. is basically Jeopardy for middle schoolers. Mm. There are several questions that he was able to answer because of listening to Nate Land. Like who came up with Gregorian calendar? 
I don't think I even remember that. Uh, Gregory. Greg. Pope, Pope Greg. <laughs> Pope Greg. That's right. His team ended up making it to state. I would guess that if they gave me multiple choice. I mean, I'm sure this is smarter than that. His team ended up making it to state for only the second time in school history. You guys played a small role in helping them make a historic run. So keep up the good work of teaching us random things, at least for the next two years while he's on the team. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. Little things, you know. We're just little stuff. We're not trying to change the world. We're trying to make the world better. Just helping people learn, you know? Yeah. Little Eli. Eli Cordell, I assume. Yep. That's a fun name. I was on the Quiz Bowl team in high school. Oh, you were? Yeah. Putting on Paul II. How was that? The Knights. We were all right. We did did an episode on TV once against uh, Davidson Academy. Yeah. What TV? They wiped Davidson, the floor with yeah. us. Uh, local tele, some local. Well, I didn't think it was national. But. Davidson Academy is uh, <laughs> CNN. CNN too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, local. Yeah, uh, four point five. Academy is was where you I, working at the station. Uh, were you? I don't know. No, I'm saying four point five. I don't remember the channel that that it was on. Yeah. God, even as a kid, people just don't care about local television. <laughs> no, yeah. no, we'll throw some Who quiz bowl kids on. I maybe watch. Yeah. Uh, you went I, to Davidson Academy? No, no, that's where I. Did, uh, Played on a, a carpet basketball. Oh, when I, okay. My old joke about playing on play for church, I played on carpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I remember seeing it was Davidson. I think I played it too somewhere else, but Davidson Academy, I remember going there. They had carpet. Uh, all right. Uh, Andrea <laughs> Montufus. I'm a teacher, and you are my first thing in the morning. I listen while doing my workout and preparing lunch for me and my husband. I'm just laughing at 6 a.m. and saying my opinion out loud. I just love this podcast that I feel like a part of it. P.S. I'm thinking about hello, folks, being my opening line while entering the, the classroom. I like that. <laughs> Give a nice hello, folks. <laughs> good way to start the day. Let the kids know what's up. <laughs> I think it is a good way. Yeah. I agree. She makes lunch Real, for her, her and her husband. Real classic opening, good. really. Yeah. I mean, that's hello, folks. Hello, folks. Yeah. I know well, what happens now is people say it. You hear a folks, and then sometimes I can't. Like, I'm like, you know, but then you you kind of got to guess if it's like, it's just a guy saying it yeah. or if they're saying it on purpose. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people can say it and just kind of, they'll be like, hello, folks. Like, they just say it kind of quickly and, and, you know, they don't really talk to you or anything. And then you're, so you, you, you know, you're like, I don't know. They want to go up and like. Well, like, that was your whole reason behind let's go, folks. Because it would yeah. make it 100% sure. Yeah, that's the, yeah. You could say let, yeah. But you say that back to them. Yeah. 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 And then you figured out. Dusty on a recent podcast his say, I hate the word folks. <laughs> I was like, well Well, I don't hate the word folks. I hate when politicians use folks because too. they're always trying to pretend like they're our buddies. Yeah. They're like, listen, folks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they act like that, you know, oh, I'm just one of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got a billion dollar house, folks. You know yeah. what I mean? We've got the the good folks down here in Alabama. You're like you went to an Ivy League school and you're a yeah. billionaire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Biden said, "Well, I guess he said once one time. I, I don't know. He goes, they're not bad folks, folks. And yeah. It was just like, okay, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even know how to use it. <laughs> just talking to us. Uh, Aaron, oh, this is maybe from Aaron. Oh, uh, I love that every name that Nate can pronounce, he immediately says after. That's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Aaron is a good name. Jordan Lane. I was at a wedding last summer where a group of hefty folks (laughs) collapsed a bench (laughs) while the bride was reading her vows. The crunch of the wood snapping was so loud, everyone turned around and started snickering. 
It was awful, but my favorite part of the wedding. That is, <laughs> yeah. that's a tough uh, one. You know, that's a tough one. That's it's it's funny. I get it. It's very funny. It's very funny. The bride probably wasn't happy about it. If <laughs> I had to guess, I mean, if that, yeah, but the bride's the bride. I mean, it's it's her family. Now uh, that's it's the only thing anyone remembers about the wedding. Yeah, yeah I don't even remember whose wedding it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if that's the yeah, uh well the bride with the, like I would say like what if it's the groom then looks and he's like, Wait, is that your family? <laughs> like, you know, and she's like she's skinny and you're yeah. like Well, how much older are they than you? Like, Twenty five years ago. We got the same genes. <laughs> you know, you're like Huh? He backs out right there. Yeah. Real, really tough for that group of hefty folks to enjoy the reception after that, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough to really chow down on the crab cakes after you've already <laughs> collapsed a bench. Uh, well, I mean, what do you do then? Do you y'all get up and you just take <laughs> a seat? <laughs> what do y'all do then? Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't mean it to you. I was just saying, you know, but like, it's you just have to get up and go, all right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, happy to be here. You yeah. just got to kind of lean into it. You can't yeah. pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. It's a little bit on them. You know, if you're a big guy and you're hanging out with big guys, maybe don't sit on a wooden bench. Yeah, but at you a gotta church. You got to assess at, your situation. At a church. Stand though. up in the back. Like, you got to assess the situation. I would think I have a, no sympathy for them in this really? scenario. Yeah. Ooh. I would, as, as a church, though, I would think those are pretty, the pews are strong. Are these just regular church pews? I, I mean, I'd imagine. I mean, it's, you know. Well, I, I just, I'd like to see the bench. I, I agree with the You're fact right. that let me You're see right. the bench. Regular church pews, I don't blame them. Yeah. They're like, we got to sit in the pews. Yeah. I'm, I was picturing something outdoors, and they've got kind of makeshift yeah. wooden benches. Yeah, yeah. In that case, you know, I you yeah. walk up and you go, nah. You go. I'm just going to stand up in the back. Y'all, you, you you get in a circle, you meet before you go, and you go, we're splitting <laughs> meet up. up with the- <laughs> you meet up. <laughs> Spread you go, out. <laughs> you go, how's this one, boys? You go, we're spreading out. We're spreading out. <laughs> yeah. And or sometimes you got to think, we can go together. I go, we come in, you know. Listen, I know we're all groom side, but a couple yeah. of y'all need to go to bride side. <laughs> bride side. Yeah. And, I, and three of you need to stay in the car. Uh, <laughs> you just have an office car. just carpool together. You, just, <laughs> you, <gotta> hear, <laughs> you bottom out everywhere. You, go, <laughs> it's up, it goes up. you can't. It's up a little bit of a heel. <laughs> you, you have to, you do your own shuttle. We'll have a good system down. Daniel Fauci, Fauci, F O U C H E, Fauci. Last week, <laughs> hello, Fauci. Hello, Fauci. Last week, my wife and I had to take our son to the doctor for a checkup. The nurse that first came in to talk to us was asking questions about our family medical history. When she asked about diabetes, my wife responded that her grandmother had it, but she couldn't remember if it was type one or type two. So she asked the nurse, which one is the earned kind? <laughs> I said in disbelief that she asked this while the nurse looked at her like Aaron and Buckwheat looked at Nate after he tries to pronounce a word with more than three syllables. Yeah. That means it's an honest question. That's really funny. And what I'm sure that the doctor knew, the nurse knew what she meant. Yeah. You know? If she didn't, you're like, you know what I mean. And she's trying to be professional. Have you heard about this new uh, reading style, bionic reading? No. It's supposed to change the game for, for people with dyslexia. I was oh, reading really? about bionic. Yeah, I was doing a little bionic reading this morning, actually. Why? Because it came up on social media and I was reading about it. Oh, okay. Is that what you were just talking about? Yeah, where they what they, is it? they highlight, they put in bold the first couple of letters of each word in a sentence. It's supposed to help you move it along and and not get stuck. Oh, Yeah. 
Well, I just looked up a news article. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Sure. Well, I was looking up. And so it's like the first words are bold. First couple of letters of each word are bold. I think it's supposed to help you see it better. Yeah. It almost looks random the way that it's bolded. Yeah. But yeah, it'll trick your brain into focusing on the important parts All of right. the word. Do you see if I can read this? Yeah, I bet you can read this really fast. With bionic reading, you read text faster, better, and more focused. Bionic reading is a new method facilitating the reading process by guiding the eyes to text with artificial fixation points. As a result, the reader is only focusing on the highlight of the initial letters and lets the brain center complete. Uh, yeah. <laughs> initial letters and lets the brain center complete the word. In a digital world dominated by shallow forms of reading, that seems like insulting. <laughs> Bionic reading aims to encourage a more in-depth reading and understanding of written content. So you nailed that. Might have been better. I got yeah. hung up at the... It was a long one. Yeah, that yep. was a long yep. paragraph there, but you can kind of feel yourself flying through it. But I don't remember any of it, what it said. Oh, that's probably not good. Yeah, yeah comprehension. Yeah. Yeah, do you think if it just were not bold that you just would have read it the same? I have trouble with reading, and, but I mean, comprehending it is the hard part. That's the part that, you know. And ultimately, that's the more important part. Because it almost makes me like, <laughs> well, I can get through it faster, but. You know, I'm. It's like, what did it say? I'd be. I don't. You know, I don't know. It's a speed test, baby. It just feels like it. something somebody invented all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Because it's like we've been reading just fine. You know what I mean? Like some of us read better than others, but we're 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 all right. Yeah, but I would have trouble. Like bionic reading is a new method facilitating the reading process by by guiding the eyes to text with artificial fixation points. As a result, the reader is only focused on the highlighted initial letters. Dude, you're cruising. Now I'm reading the other one now. Oh. In a digital world dominated by, but I was saying I was like I could see it. Bionic reading is the new method facilitate. I would have had trouble there. Yeah, bionic reading is a new method facilitating the reading process. But see, that's a narrow. I think you have trouble when it's spread out, don't yeah. you? Yeah, when you have to go all the way to the right yeah. and then go all the way back to the front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a lot of it. Yeah, maybe we do. Yeah, I wonder if we could do two sentences. One not by. They can't be the same sentence though. And see which one I do better. Okay. Uh, all right. Something fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Chi. Chia. Uh, Nate, can you ask your mom if she was dismissed from jury duty in the late 70s, or early 80s? I work in the legal field doing case law research, and I came across a Tennessee court of appeals case where the defendant appealed a conviction claiming he lost because the judge unfairly dismissed a female juror, juror with the last name Bargetsy. The reason the juror got, was, got dismissed was because she said it would bother her too much to vote for a punishment if the guy was guilty. The dude lost his appeal and was sentenced to 25 years in prison. <laughs> I mean, this has to be someone in your family, right? Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking, probably not my mom. I mean, uh, if it was late, eh, man, I don't know. My mom listened, so she'll be the one to tell you. The reason the juror got dismissed was because she said it would bother her too much to vote for punishment. Just a female juror. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to see. Is this supposed to all be confidential? <laughs> it, might, it might no. be. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so the guy got lost his appeal and sentenced 25 years in prison? And he's saying he lost it just because of her? Mm -hmm, I think so. Unfairly dismissed a female juror. Well, he was originally sentenced. Uh, yeah, he's arguing in his first trial, a juror got dismissed that shouldn't have been. And yeah. therefore, that led to him losing. And then, yeah, and then I guess he lost his appeal. Uh, later, yeah, 
Yeah, you might not ask your mom if that was her. You might not want to clarify for this guy who's been in prison for <laughs> yeah. 25 years. Yeah, yeah, that was her. He's getting, he's getting out <laughs> next week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was her. This is her yeah, address. Almost perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not 20, well, 25 years. If that was 80, I mean, he's, he's, he's already out. Yeah, he's out. He's old. <laughs> He's out. He's, he's li- looking he's for listening. Your- yeah, yeah, he's listening. I love that he. Yeah, he lost because of the the juror, not because of he committed a crime. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine a lot of that is like, well, mm-hmm. that you didn't let that person. Oh, yeah, 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 you're trying to find a technicality. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris Nicholas, there's a Facebook group named Make Nate Bargetti Famous. It only made it to 45 members, <laughs> so it's not doing well. Maybe if y'all mentioned Nate, can finally get famous. Nate Bargetsy is a very funny guy. I first saw him on Live at Gotham on Comedy Central. He's just a dude from Tennessee, but his delivery and style are perfect, and he never does dirty jokes. This guy deserves to be famous. Please help me spread the word and watch him on www.youtube.com. Yeah. See less. That was your your credit back then. There you go. YouTube. When was this made? I think it was made a long time ago. A lot of these comments, these are 2008, 2008, Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. We know him, Michael Clay. I know everybody on there. Yeah, no, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Noah Needleman. Can I you see like who created it? Rusty Greenman. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah. That. All right. Well, they tried. They did the best <laughs> they could. Hang in there, buddy. Uh, that's very. It's all very nice. Uh, oh, can I uh, mention, I have a new favorite NFL football player. Yeah. And we all should. It, unfortunately, he's not a Titan. He's an Atlanta Falcon. Nate Landman. That's his name? Nate Landman. <laughs> his name. Nate Landman. Yeah. Wow. And he's, oh, wow. He, uh, he plays for the Falcons now. He just signed as an un, uh, undrafted free agent, so I'm going to be rooting for him to make the team. Nate Landman. Yep. Kind of looks yeah. a little bit like all of us put together. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> we're doing I don't, NIL. I don't see yeah. me in it, but. What are, we're, we're doing, <laughs> yeah. Can we do an NIL for him? <laughs> yeah, like we that? should. He's, he's already, sponsored. He's, we're sponsoring Nate Land, yeah, Nate Landman, yeah. All right, so That's awesome. we're getting the Titans. Well, we'll keep up. We'll hope we'll follow this journey yeah. to see if he makes the team he'll for the Falcons. It. He'll make. It. He'll make. It. <laughs> he'll find a way. He dude. follows us on on uh, Instagram. Oh, he does. Yep. Oh, cool. oh, great. Well, I mean, yeah, we ripped his name off. Uh, <laughs> Nate Landman. All right. Yeah. All right. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 That we is... got a guy. We're making moves. Yeah. We got a guy in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we could all say that an electric bike is too expensive, right? Finally, there's an e-bike made for everyone. Electric e-bikes. And they start at just $7.99. They're the fastest growing e-bike company in the U.S. It is, uh, it's, they're so fun to ride. <clears throat> we get, they sent us one. And, I mean, it is awesome. Like you ride it, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's riding a, a safe motorcycle is what it feels like. And you just go and it's just, it's, you know, you can just, we've had kids on it and my dad rode it. Uh, it's super, super fun. Uh, the bikes, they fold up, ship free, come pre-assembled, pre-charged. You can cover up to 45 miles at up to 28 miles per hour on just a four to six hour charge. I mean, you can get a far away. Pretty far. If you have one of those, you live in a city. Mm. I mean, this is like the dream. Uh, well, like you said last week, you could escape the apocalypse. Just get on that e-bike. Uh, get on that e-bike. And go. And we go as a family. Yeah. Ride maybe, by everybody. Yeah. 
they're way more eco-friendly than a car. It's a great way to explore the great outdoors or the city and save tons on gas, which is uh, good now. Yeah, I mean, 45 miles, dude. If you you could go ride it anyway. I mean, you know, if your job is within that, you charge it at work. <laughs> then you get back. You could do it. Yeah. Uh, 20 miles an hour. It's fast. Uh, join the affordable e-bike revolution. Go to electric electricebikes.com and use code Nate to get a free foldable mountain bike lock with any bike purchase. That's a free bike lock when you use code Nate at electric and it starts with L. L E C T R I C ebikes.com. Also, uh, all four. Mm. Uh, you listen to the show, you know we have, uh, we talk about Helix mattress. Well, Helix, there's making furniture. We have that as well. All form is the easiest way you can customize a sofa using premium materials and at a fraction of the cost of traditional stores. You can pick a fabric, which is spill, stain, and scratch resistant. The color, color of the legs, sofa size, and shape to make sure it is perfect for you and your home. All form sofas are also delivered directly to your home with fast, free shipping. Sofas can take weeks or months to arrive, and you need someone to put it together. Uh, the office In Laura's office, we chose an armchair with sand fabric with natural wood legs. Uh, and talking about we chose it as in Laura chose it, <laughs> but it looks very nice in there. If getting a sofa without trying it sounds a little risky, you get 100 days to decide. Uh, more than three months. If you do not love it, they will pick it up free and you get a full refund. To find your perfect sofa or chair, check out allform.com slash Nate. And Allform is offering 20% off all orders for our listeners at allform.com slash Nate. A-L-L-F-O-R-M dot com slash Nate for your new favorite sofa. That is 20% off all orders at allform.com slash Nate. Guys, I want to tell you about Everyman Jack's men's care. <laughs> I'm sm- smelling so good now. I mean, I'm married now with a child. I wish I'd known about this before because the ladies now, it'd be a totally different game. Body wash, deodorant, skin care. I got it all going on. I'm all in one. Body wash, just... I got, I'm busy. I'm doing things in the shower. I don't have time to do two different products. You just throw it all on there. It's I'm one thing. big all-in-one. Yeah. I'm all a big all-in-one guy. Just get it done. Let's get it done. What are you doing in there, Aaron? Just got six different piece by piece. Yeah. I do it all. Give, give it to me all. Uh, yeah, I use Everyman Jack. <laughs> I, have, I have Everyman Jack. Everyman Jack works great without any of the harsh chemicals like parabens and dyes. They can be abrasive to your skin and leave it feeling dry. They use as many clean, naturally derived ingredients as possible, like activated charcoal, caffeine, green teas, coconut oil, and shea butter. Uh, need something else to feel good about? Here's three. Everyman Jacks uses responsibly made packaging. They're a National Forest Foundation partner, and their products are all cruelty-free. Everyman Jacks men's care, naturally derived, outdoor-inspired, Look for them at Target, Walmart, Amazon, or everymanjack.com. Do you want to achieve financial independence? Well, to do that, you got to say goodbye to high interest credit card debt, but interest month after month can feel like a never ending hamster wheel. That's where Upstart comes in. Let's get a hold of our finances this year, ladies and gentlemen. With prices rising, it is not time to get caught up in a lot of debt. You got to get ahead of it, nip it in the bud. Upstart powers personal loans. They can help you pay down high interest debt all online with simple and easy to understand payment terms, whether it's paying off credit cards consolidating debt, or funding personal expenses, they can get you one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 to 50 
$1,000 without impacting your credit score. Their model also considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided in your loan application to help you find a smarter rate for your loan. So don't wait. Check your rate today at upstart.com slash Nate. That's upstart.com slash Nate to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash Nate. All right. Uh, so this week, uh, what are we talking about this week? Spies and secret agents. Mm. Mm. All right. Fun. I was looking into it. I feel like of the four of us, I'm the only one that pull off being a spy or secret agent. I, I could never do it. I can't, I can't lie about stuff. I, I don't even, I can't even do a practical joke. People are like, Hey, don't tell him I'm in here. And I'm like, Oh, he's in here. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. I'm like, don't put your secrets on me. Yeah. You know I, I, mean? I think I'd have term. I, 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 yeah. I would be like, can I use my real name? <laughs> like you know, well James Bond did that. He did. I mean, I guess right. Yeah, Wouldn't yeah. I guess it was be him. Yeah, Chuck Johnson was James Bond real name. <laughs> why? Why you now more a college than Booker? Why you more than me? They're both too famous. They're on Netflix. I'm suave. <laughs> I'm Devonair. They would never expect it. That's right. They Where were, would you be hanging out that we would need a spy? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, we, let's I mean, go check it, in on the CBS. I wouldn't be my normal life, but that people would give him information because they he's weak. <laughs> and he goes, "What is the numbers?" You go, "I'll tell this idiot my number." He goes, well, <laughs> yeah, I would trickle. That, yeah, he trickle, and he goes, "The numbers, the number that's going to fire the bombs." He goes, "Look at it. <laughs> that's yeah, right. He's not going to do anything." He goes, "I got surprised. He walked in the wrong room. He just, every day he walks in, he goes, I don't know how did I get here?'" And they don't believe it. That's like, right. Like the real Columbo effect. Yeah. 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 Is that what he did? Well, he was a detective, but yeah, he was like always like acting like he didn't get anything. And he's ah. like, oh, he's like always so confused. And he's like, oh, just one more thing. And they're giving it, and they just underestimate him the whole time. Yeah. And that's what your strength would be. Yeah. I think so. That would be good. You'd have trouble with late nights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I couldn't work nights. Yeah. That would be, I don't you see know, they go, did you get the information for that party? You go, that party was started at 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you're. I think, you're, I think you're out of your mind. Uh, you thought I made it to that. You're like spying on on breakfast. Yeah, yeah. You know how they in the movies they were like, this message will self destruct in thirty seconds. Nate would be like, wait, wait, wait. Could somebody? You'd have to ask the person handed to you to read it. What's this word here? Yeah. <laughs> self ducks loose. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'd be afraid of where you're going to throw it. Me? You would throw it just in. I mean. <laughs> They would. The only that they would catch you is they go. We don't know what's happened. There's been small bomb attacks because <laughs> you're just throwing notes on like you, you walk over a bridge and just throw it onto a boat underneath it and then just because anyway, dad, you get a lot of burn stuff. It's not that crazy, but it's just remarkable how much it's perfectly hitting people. <laughs> or it just wouldn't make it off the bridge. Mm-hmm. It bounced back on me. Like a paper airplane that just loops back at you. And this would be. After three times of it just blowing up in your pocket because you're not really, like it, you just going, oh, get rid of that. And then just boom. Oh. You just got a little, they, they see you with a limp and you're like, what's that for? You got to worry about it. The letter blew up. What's your uh, favorite of all those movies? Like James Bond, Jason Bourne, Mission Impossible. Oh, National Treasure. Is that? Does that count? I don't know. I don't. 
He wasn't a spy. He's going undercover. He's stealing stuff. He's lying to people. He's being sneaky. What mm-hmm. What was his job? To steal the Declaration I know, of Independence. But, like, what was his profession? He was a professional treasure hunter. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I like the the Johnny Johnny English, Rowan Atkinson. Oh yeah, yeah, Mr. Bean. Are, yeah, those are the best. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. does he do? He's a spy, but but a bumbling spy that that like fumbles his way to victory. Yeah. <laughs> that dude like me is is Mr. Bean is so famous. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's pretty and that he only does that, right? Yeah, he he does Mr. Bean and then he like Johnny English is uh basically Mr. Bean is a spy mm-hmm. that talks. Oh, he yeah. talks in it. Yeah. Cuz uh, he never talks in Mr. Bean, right? It's all physical. Yeah, he'll say a word or two. Okay, but it, yeah, it's it's like his whole. Yeah, that is crazy. He was in school. I guess his. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, his whole thing famous. is just this Mr. Bean. And this dude's like, I've never heard an interview with him. I've never heard anything. Yeah, I think he makes cameos in British films, and he's just the huge star. Yeah, Austin Powers is another one that a funny spy movie. Yeah, yeah, he kind of makes fun of. All the spy movies. I think I like the Bourne ones the best. Those are great. Bourne ones good. Some of them are just a different, different feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, those seem like I know, but seems like the most realistic to me. <laughs> yeah. Except definitely. the one with Jimmy Renner, where he's like a super soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's jumping on the people's roofs and stuff like that. <laughs> that. As far as not seeming real, uh, yeah. I mean, the inside, yeah. The go- own government wants to kill their own spy. Yeah, I know it's not real, real, but it's not like James Bond where there's some secret car or gadget or something. Yeah. Oh, you know, there was one back in the day called uh, uh, "If Looks Could Kill." Did you ever see that one? Mm. James Bond, right? No, no. That's um, "If Looks Could Kill" was like a like a teenager. Uh, it was a fun one when I was. You know, when Richard I was a kid. Grico? Is this yeah. Grico. Grico. Yeah. What yeah. did he do? Just kind of well, solve he was like, crimes at the high you school? You know, he's at, yeah, he's you know, he's about to go on a school trip, and then there's a guy by the same name as him at the airport. So they call him over the intercom, but he shows up. And then he ends up going and being the spy. Oh, wow. But he doesn't know, you know, he's not a spy, really. Yeah. He's just getting all the gadgets. Not a spy, really? Not a spy at all. <laughs> not a spy at all. Yeah. yeah. He's a high like, school student. He could do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like he could. But he gets all the toys and, yeah. you know, all the fun yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's having the adventure of someone else's life. Yeah. That's the tagline. Yeah, it was a this. good one. Mm-hmm. That was like a fun movie. That franchise didn't take off, though, did it? No, nah, I don't think Richard Grieco really took off. No, nah, really. he was big there for a while. Yeah, but that's all I remember him in. Yeah. So the f- spies have been around at least since biblical times. There's a story in the Old Testament about Moses sent 12 spies into the promised land to scout it out before they went to in- invade it just to see if what it's like in there. They went undercover for like a month, came back and reported what they found. So a lot of people consider them to be the first spies. Is it true that if you ask a spy if he's a spy, he has to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you a spy? Damn it. The one question. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the one question. That everybody says about coughs, you know. You got it. They're undercover. You can ask them. They got to tell you. To, it seems a little, and I don't think they do at all. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. You don't think they tell you? I don't think they, they have, have to, to tell you. 
I don't think they have to tell you. Yeah. But that's like, you see everybody, because they're, and then I mean, be, people would really like, just ask him. He has to tell you. Yeah. That's because there's so many movies and TV yeah, shows say yeah. that. Yeah. That's what we all thought before, like, you know, have, smoking weed with somebody. You'd go, you a cop? And you're <laughs> like, and if they say no, you're like, all right, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Did that ever backfire on you? No, no. I mean, they never were like, yeah, yeah, I am. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. A police officer does not have to tell you he's a cop if you ask. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Spies like us. I remember liking that movie. Yeah. Spies like us was it a kids movie. Oh, I love no, this no, line. No, no, that was uh, Chevy Chase. Uh, Chevy Dishonest. Chase and Dan, Dan Aykroyd is not entrapment. What'd you say? Well, there was a line in that definition about the entrapment. It goes, dishonest is not entrapment. Yeah. And I don't know if that's true, but yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, he's lying to you, yeah. but he's not trapping you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a TV show a few years ago. It was very popular, The Americans. Um, mm-hmm. Those were Russian spies living in America as everyday people. And that's based off true stuff. There was... Uh, back in 2010, 10 Russian spies that were just living in the U.S. as doctors, lawyers, whatever. I mean, I just named two very rich jobs. I don't think they were all that big. but uh, Tech billionaires. And, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that. But, just trying to blend in. You know? <laughs> but uh, the FBI was onto them, so they were watching them for years, and they finally busted them. One of them was a Russian model. Oh, yeah. And uh, What were they doing? What were they getting information on? Do um, we know? I mean, I think some they were trying to get into some tech stuff and some uh-huh. uh, some chemical engineering stuff and wow, so like real stuff. Yeah, but they were just living around the Northeast, New Jersey, New York City, stuff like that. But they that. knew about them almost the whole time. I think the FBI found out about them pretty quick, so they were just <laughs> watching them. And they finally picked the right time to go in and arrest him. Yeah. But people are like, this guy's been my neighbor for like a decade. Wow. He's a Russian That's spy. how long they let him go? It was a long time, I think. They let him watch for 10 years? <laughs> They're like, but not if, not yet. Now's not, not the yet. time. I don't know if they watched him for 10 years, but I think they lived here for like 10 years before they finally yeah. uh, arrested him. Wow. They lived here for a long time. Would you go be a spy for America in another country? Yeah. You would? In a heartbeat. I'm where for, where do you think you can If they're go? listening, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can't do it now because I said that. Well, maybe now it's like they it's suspect you less. It. Yeah, exactly. I go, I said on my podcast. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I think it would be, yeah, I mean, it would be very nerve wracking, but oh, God. Yeah. it could be fun. I think I could easily be flipped to be a double agent. <laughs> I think I'd go there. They catch me. They tell me some stuff. And I'm like, you know what? That's some good points. I, I think, think you would suggest it. <laughs> 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 well, you guys else? got a program for yeah. double agents yeah <laughs> they had me a brochure <laughs> it would take yeah i mean to be a spy you, you almost can't have a family i think right mm-hmm. like you kind of gotta go get lost over there well there's a great spy movie called the good shepherd which i think it slept on a lot i think it's a very underrated movie you ever see that i thought i did not like it oh, i tried wow. to start watching it I, I got so bored oh it is a slow movie it's got a good cast it looked great angelina uh, jolie matt damon yeah. matt damon's a spy wow. works with the cia i believe and he has a family and basically i'll just spoil it it's an old movie Nobody i'm not gonna cares. finish it okay uh, matt damon's son marries a double agent and he has to kill his daughter-in-law Oh, they wow. throw her off a plane in the middle of Africa. It, it was like a scene that haunted me as a kid to see a person get thrown out of a plane. Yeah, you're like, that's to a watch great this movie as a kid. 
Well, this is one of those I would sneak off and watch it. Oh. You know what I mean? People sneak off and watch Friday the 13th. You sneak off and watch The Good Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a deceiving name. That yeah, is for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had to watch something after all the president's men. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's the Weber family. Uh, West Mer- Wing's <laughs> over. So I See guess what? I'll sneak into this 18-year-old up and watch... Uh, I can't even think of him. Yeah. <laughs> what about True Lies? Was he a spy in that? Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a good one. He had a family. I might watch Good Shepherd now. But is it slow? The whole thing's slow. Oh, dude, it's super it's slow. It's so yeah. slow. You probably hate it, Nate, yeah. to be honest Oh, with gosh, it's so awful. It's a pretty, pretty yeah. slow movie. Yeah. Some of the tools they used, they had a, a device where if they wanted to read a letter but not open it, like if they got a hold of it, mm-hmm. they could have a little tool that would go in the side crack of the envelope could Ooh. pull the letter out. Uh, somehow you would roll it up, mm-hmm. pull the letter out that little slot, read the letter, then roll it back up, put it back in. Wow. All yeah. through the envelope. Yeah. Through that little slit of the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's easier than just getting a new envelope for it, probably. I guess there was some way that they could tell that it was okay. the envelope. Yeah. The email really changed the game on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He goes, I just got it. He goes, well, all right, I'll take a look. Email it to me, I'll take a look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they have a lot of – they have a, 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 a shoe phone. Uh, that was a real thing. Um, the director of the CIA – um, was complaining about they didn't have enough cool devices like in James Bond, and they oh, they made wow. stuff just because of James stuff. Bond because of because they wanted to feel cool like James. I get that. Yeah, they made stuff because of James Bond because of those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me some gadgets, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want a laser watch. You know, I want some cool stuff. Poison tipped umbrellas. That was a real thing. <laughs> that was real. That was real. A guy was strolling in London and he felt a twinge in his leg as an unidentified man passed by. Four days later, he was dead. Oh, wow. Pathologist found a tiny metal pellet lodged in his leg. Oh, wow. That was from a Soviet spy. Yeah. I mean, how does that, how do you don't, yeah, I guess you feel it in your leg. I mean, how do, it seems like, how does, how does he get the tip to that guy's leg? Maybe it comes out. Like it I know, but shoots. it's like, does he have to go, like, fall on the ground, go sideways, and then kind of get back up real quick? <laughs> I think he can probably shoot it in at an angle. You know, 45 degree angle, you just kind of. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess like right there. And it just dives in there. And, and you're like, like, God, what was it? You yeah. think you got bit by something. <laughs> bit by a bug. He goes, did you see anything around you? One guy walked up by with an umbrella. Is <laughs> <laughs> it raining? You're like, no. It's like, it like the day you would never need an umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like not even. He goes, some people like to keep the sun out. He goes, but the sun wasn't really out. Yeah, it was overcast. It was overcast. And I know you can still get sunburned during overcast, <laughs> but it wasn't that kind of overcast. It was a day where umbrellas were like, what's the point? Yeah, also, he was kind of holding it like a gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he came in. When he, when he rolled off, I, all I heard was, gotcha. <laughs> and he goes, none of this. You didn't think to follow this guy at all? You go, no, I thought it was just kind of a crazy thing, you know. He, but, you know, all right. <laughs> well, I think it should be fine. He goes, almost, How long did it take to get four days? Four days. You don't get That's it checked one. out at all. Like, you're like, I felt that thing on my leg, and then you don't, like, rub it at all and give it a little look and. Yeah, but how soon would you get medical, professional medical advice? Well, I don't you know. You personally, you wouldn't. 
No, I mean, I would I would have died. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, a lot of people will get stuff checked out. Yeah. He might have gotten medical advice quickly about being <laughs> sick. I don't think the first thing you're going to think is that bug bite on the back of my leg was Fair point, it. fair point. But if you're doing stuff where you think a spy could kill you, I would imagine you're very, you should be aware of any That's kind of true. weird feelings you get on your body. If you're living a life where you're like, yeah. a spy might be after me. Yeah. Maybe get a strange bite checked out. Yeah. Maybe if you yeah. feel, if I, I mean, if I felt, if I bumped my knee on a table, I would, I would be like, <laughs> was that on per, you know, just any kind of. <laughs> <laughs> even if you did it. <laughs> Yeah, even if I did it, even if I did it, I would be like, well, did someone want me to do it? (laughs) They're that good. They're that good that they, you know. How long's that table been here? How long's that table? Yeah. (laughs) Table used to be a little higher, I think. (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. What if it's a lower table and then I do it? It's just a little bit lower and you're like, God, you know, it's like when you walk through a door frame that's just a little bit lower than it should be and you can hit your head. Yeah. Like it's, it's like that. Like if you go on a subway, the first, month is just boosh. like people just getting, <laughs> you're not used to that mm-hmm. do that with a table then I'm out yeah uh, remote controlled insects that's another thing they do they oh use yeah dragonflies like that look like real dragonflies but they can have little tiny cameras on them to spy on people oh, wait like is that. that real that's real that's what's happening out here right now well I don't know right now but that's been around since the 70s wow <laughs> 70s. wow so it's okay. probably better than that yeah it's way better that's what hummingbirds are now yeah then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get rid of that feeder. I mean, I there's have. be you might have a kid that that's what their whole point is. <laughs> yeah. so you find out it's a robot kid you had <laughs> that just has uh its eyes are just filming you. What when it was first launched, it proved unwieldy wieldy wildly, even in light winds, so it was never deployed on a mission. The winds would catch it and <laughs> just blow it away. But uh but nah, yeah, I don't believe it. That feels like what you say when you're like, actually let's don't let people know we have the dragonfly spies. Yeah. I saw a yeah. movie where with a spy movie with Helen Mirren. I forgot what it's called, but they use dragonflies or something like that. Spy in I the mean, movie, look, you can have them. You can buy them now for forty bucks or something. In the movie Richie Rich, they had the uh, remote control bees. Remember yeah. that movie? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if that was a I don't spy movie. That's really, what but. Kanye West said he would do if he controlled the world. What he'd, he'd get all the smartest people in the world together and he'd make them work on mechanical bees. Really? Yeah. Why? When did he say that? On Joe Rogan, he said it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why would you work on a mechanical? I think, well, you know, there's a lot of concern about bees dying off, and yeah. bees serve a pretty important purpose. Yeah. Pollinating plants and stuff. So he'd just build a bunch of mechanical bees. I think the easier way might even be to find out what's killing the bees. <laughs> yeah. And then stop doing that. Well, that's one way of doing it. Uh, the, the mechanical bees. <laughs> yeah, it sounds yeah, a lot I mean, more fun. To it be does honest. sound more fun, <laughs> yeah. but it seems like you're like, I'm going to fix yeah. this problem by making bees. Yeah. I'm going to make a mechanical. He goes, well, what killed the bees? You go, well, the mechanical ones we got. I mean, they were, <laughs> yeah. He goes, they really, they really finished them off, you know, to be honest. Uh, but I'm glad we did them, you know. <laughs> and now we've lost control and they don't pollinate yeah. the plants like we wanted. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're yeah. hard to, yeah, they don't listen, but... <laughs> You know, that's why we're doing uh, robot uh, spiders. <laughs> <laughs> to kill the... To kill the, to the, kill the bees. <laughs> uh, exploding pencil case. This was back in World War II when people still used pencils. It had a time delay detonator, so you could set a pencil case on, I guess, someone's desk and then be out of there before it exploded. So like you just do a bomb if you're going to do that. Yeah. yeah. In the movie, If Looks Could Kill, they had exploding gum. You chew the gum, and then you put it back together with a wrapper, then it's a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> the first Mission Impossible had something oh, like did that, it? too. Emilio yeah. Estevez. This would have been out before that, though. Yeah. 
if yeah. looks could kill. This they laid were, the groundwork. For yeah, it really Mission revolutionized Impossible. it. Yeah. Glove gun, that was a real thing. Had a gun on your glove. You'd reach to shake someone's hand and then you shoot them. Oh, I like that. Oh, really? Is there are pictures of it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, a lot of fun. Cool. It looks like, yeah. well, you got to encounter somebody where you were gardening. Yeah. yeah you're like, what's it, on your work glove there? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is not <laughs> a glove you could just wear into Ooh. like a, a, a the ballet yeah. or that something. That controls Ugh. my... It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. God, that <laughs> snow is just... <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> it doesn't look as slick as I thought when you said. I mean, that is a straight up. I'm working on fence gloves yeah. today. But I mean, it's the the idea is. Ah, you could wear like, some of those gloves. I mean, you could. It depends if you're. You know, if it's like a like if you're wearing those kind of gloves, you probably carry a gun. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you could just have a gun in a holster. What and you hear the gun go off and you're like I don't know anybody know what happened and you're like I don't see it. He goes, "Where would I have a gun on me? I've got. Can I take my gloves off? Do you care if I take my gloves? Take my gloves off and help y'all look real quick. He takes. He drops his gloves off and just hears boom. He goes, "Well, why was your glove like sounded like that?" He goes, "I don't know. He's only wearing one glove." <laughs> that's pretty fun. Oh, that's where I've seen this. Was this was in the Inglorious Bastards? The movie they use a glove gun like that at one yeah. point, right? Oh, okay. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. <laughs> you get searched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, getting onto an airplane, you're like, listen, this is. <laughs> he just had gloves on, so I let him through. <laughs> Where's he going to put the gun in the gloves? It's kind of stupid, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> During uh, World War Two, the Prisoners of War were sent bicycle playing cards, and the Ace of Spades had a hidden map on it to help them escape. You had to dip it in water before it would come up. But the map was very small, so they had to send multiple playing cards to put the whole map together before the guys could escape. Oh, wow. But they would do it. And yeah, the uh, Japanese wouldn't realize it was that until it was too late. Yeah. He goes, these guys, he goes, How, how's those prisoners doing? Play a lot of cards. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? They play a lot of cards and then lose those cards. Yeah. So much so that they keep sending them every week. How, I mean, it's like. How much go fish can you play? Yeah. I mean, are they just putting God. it on the ace too? Uh, ace of spades, yeah. Well, why would they, if there's if it's going to take a while, you're like, hey, if we're, do, if we're already doing the ace of spades. Maybe just do a card, one card, all fifty-two cards. To make yeah, let's the, do the whole deck. That's a good question. Let's do the whole deck. And he's like, "No, no, no, no! It only works on Ace of Spades. <laughs> We're gonna have you guys out about two months before they would let you out." Yeah, <laughs> like they're about time he gets done. <laughs> yeah, go, it takes twenty years. Yeah, he goes, "All right, you boys, ready to escape?" You're like, "Well, I think I'm gonna just hang." You know, I'm like seven months from getting out for real. So if I do your thing, it's gonna be, I'll just be sent back in here. And he goes, "We'll do the car thing again, though. The car thing will already be in there. Yeah. <laughs> so then you can you can get out. So I mean, it's perfect." <laughs> And is that the plan beforehand? They go, if you ever get trapped, that's what look, I was gonna ask. Look for a deck of cards. Try to get enough water to dunk it down in. You know what I mean? Yeah, how did they know to do this to the cards? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they got visited by someone that they could speak privately and tell them. <laughs> they they let the POWs have private visits with. Uh, yeah, it seemed like the POWs get a lot of leniency. Yeah, 
You get all these gifts sent to you. It's, it doesn't seem like it's that bad of a gig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently you have all the time in the world to play cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's clearly some things I don't know the answer to. Maybe they uh, would think the whole deck, uh, it takes a while. So well, the picture looks like it's the whole whole deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a five right there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, five. So maybe everything I just said was... Incorrect. That's all right. According to that, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for looking into it. Uh, <laughs> this says the Ace of Spades, <laughs> according to this. Sexpionage <laughs> um, was a big thing. Uh huh. That's still going on, apparently. There was mm. the movie Red Sparrow a few years ago with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Russian, beautiful Russian women being trained to seduce, uh, I guess, anybody, just men that come over there. Yeah. For Is stuff. that movie good? I haven't seen it. Oh. You guys seen it? Forty five percent rotten tomato. It's not good. It's not good. But I don't. You know, send them what they know. They're called honey- exactly. Those are the critics. Those aren't the real Americans watching. Oh, every movie you go. The real people that do the voting. I mean, you, every movie's uh, Godfather one. I mean, it's they're all just the greatest movie that's ever been made. Like you look at like I mean you. It has to be bad for. Oh, audience score actually forty nine percent. Never mind. I made all that up. <laughs> Uh, so there's a lot of times where the critics are like this. This movie's an abomination. And it'll be ninety eight percent of yeah, people yeah. like it. Go look at. I mean, Amazon will be when you look at stuff. Amazon, it's it's tough for a movie to not be four and a half stars because they want you to buy it, right? No, but it's like the but it's the the, the I user mean, reviews. Unless they're, oh yeah, unless they're faking the user reviews. But I mean, they it would usually be mismatched where it's like Rotten Tomatoes is bad. And but something yeah, else. I mean, it, it, who's really going on writing a review of a movie? I mean, I don't know that I've ever done that. Yeah, I mean, it's four point yeah, four, four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah, like people used to go on Facebook that I knew and like do a lot of reviews of movies they saw. Mm-hmm. They would give like really in depth reviews, and I'm like, who's asking for this? Yeah, one guy is. <laughs> First review says at first this film seemed mediocre. <laughs> yeah, at my first yeah, screening, exactly. he goes, uh, "It was okay," you know. But however, after the second and third viewing, now he goes, not by my choice, but by circumstances, <laughs> the film sort of grew on me. And I would rate this uh, as one of the best films released, released this year so far. <laughs> that guy flipped. I like this guy. Once it became so the much. only movie I could watch. Yeah. I mean, that's so uh, that's so crazy. He said, uh, I will not reveal the plot to us, but if you do get to see it the second time, do watch out for the subtle nuances and speech patterns. That's very funny. Yeah. I mean, that is- When like, y'all have to watch it multiple times like I did. He goes, not by choice. I've just been, I got caught in a <laughs> you know, red spare. I go, got what? stuck in the VHR. He goes, what is it? I try to walk it. Yeah, VHR. VHR. <laughs> He goes, I walked out. He goes, I bought a ticket to another movie, and then they tricked me. And they said, I was trying to watch Red Pharaoh, and the guy thought I said Red Sparrow, and I go, dead gun. And so I had to go watch it again. And then he goes, so after the third time, I thought, well, I'm I'm not going to that movie theater anymore. But I also did enjoy Red Sparrow a lot more. (laughs) Don't you think it's a lot easier now to be a spy, probably? Because, I mean, they used to have hidden cameras, like, on their buttons of their coats and stuff now everyone has a phone everybody's uh, a spy out here now yeah everybody's ready to snitch spying they, on ourselves yeah. yeah they almost don't have to use a person as a spy they could just be you know it's like if they can get someone's number i mean i would imagine the high up the hardest people to get to 
there's it's going to be hard to get to those guys. But, I mean, yeah, you just find a guy that, like – that's why they probably would use celebrities now. Or if they use, like, you know, Dennis Rodman went over to, to you know, like, North Korea. Yeah, you'd just be like, I don't know, just like he probably brings his phone over. Yeah. Do you think Dennis Rodman's a spy? No, no, but, I mean, why would you not – if he's bringing his phone over there, yeah, yeah. Why they, you don't think they're going through his phone? He's, like, friends with uh, mm-hmm. that guy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, you don't think they're reading every single thing that he's ever sent to that person? Yeah. Or when he goes and meets him, you don't – you know, it's like – they don't even need you. To, they don't have to go, hey, be a spy. Maybe if they want a question to ask, you know, just like in the middle of you talking about your, your run in the Bulls. Uh, could you bring up nuclear weapons? Yeah. <laughs> just see what he's got. Maybe, you know? yeah, just see, just go, <laughs> you know, well, our basketball team was a new, you know, we were like a nuclear weapon and that we had just – just guys, just so many people that could destroy, <laughs> and we could hit some from such far range. Do you? Is that, do you, is that sound familiar? Do you ring any bells? Would for that? Me? Would you be able to say that about your life? <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, he goes. Oh, well, Dennis, he goes. Yeah, I got a lot. He just falls. <laughs> yeah, I got a ton of them, man. Got a warehouse full. I got of these a warehouse because they could go anywhere. I could shoot them that way, and they come back and hit me over here. Dude, we're doing so good with them. All the way around All the, the world. way around the world. It just comes back, boom, nails me. <laughs> They're all named Bulls players. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's the Tony Kukoc. Yeah, coach. yeah, the Tony, yeah. Well, you get the, what you got to watch out for is the B.J. Armstrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Slept on. Yeah, slept on. But very important. But yeah. that one, it, it fires from underground. Mm-hmm. I was reading where now they get to people about they create fake – uh, conferences like educational conferences where the scientists and oh, people yeah. go to, they think it's a real thing, but it's really created by like any country can do it, but the CIA does it. And they put on, and then once they go back to their hotel room, then the CIA, when they get alone with them, they'll come to them and try to convince them to come with them to escape, like to come to the U S and be, a, you know, under their surveillance. Okay, so you're talking about. So Wait. you're talking about this is how they recruit people. Well, like if there was a Russian chemical engineer, yeah, they might put on a fake conference oh. in Europe somewhere. Yeah, okay, and they think it's a real thing, and they come and speak or whatever. As soon as they get away, and they can get them one on one, the United States will come to their hotel room and be like, "We we." want you to come to the United States. They pressure them somehow, you know, into coming. And and if you don't, we're going to do this, 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 or whatever. Or they just try to, like, brainwash them or or just try to convince them that's yeah. what you should be doing. Yeah. And both countries do that. Yeah. That's big. That's So that's how now they recruit people, some way just like that, scare people. So if you ever got a speech that's and you're like, I've never given a speech before. Yeah. Or like when a club hires me, like Yeah, book your own hotel. Yeah. You know I mean? Book your own hotel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm driving back right after. <laughs> yeah. That's how it doesn't work. They yeah. they do it. <laughs> and he goes, You got him? He goes, No, nah, it's just he lives like an hour from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he already drove home. And you're like, Why did you book him that close to the because I didn't think about it. <laughs> I didn't think he could drive at night. <laughs> I didn't think he could go. I didn't uh, I didn't know where he lived. That's my first day. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, he's I'm in an Airbnb. Actually, yeah. I can't. I can't have gas. Yeah, he goes. I'm not allowed. To. <laughs> Do you mind if we just talk to you for a second about? <laughs> would you like to come to America and play for us? There was a spy that was so dumb. He was like a double agent, and they were about to catch him. 
and there was a meeting set up in the New York Public Library, and he got lost in the library and never made it to the rendezvous where they were waiting, and he finally just left. So they didn't they didn't arrest him because he couldn't find where he was going. Oh, good for oh, him. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he's still doing good? No, I think they eventually <laughs> caught him. Oh. <laughs> but he was so dumb, he missed his, his drop point, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds smart to me. It sounds like they were like, nah, he was dumb. Like, they, they messed up, yeah, and yeah. they were like, nah, 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 it's him. He's dumb. Yeah, that's true. It could go the other way. Yeah, you're right. We couldn't it find could – yeah, yeah, he couldn't find us. We knew where he yeah. was. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you think he would just go – you know, if he's if he's truly dumb, why don't they go, Jerry? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I've been looking everywhere for you guys. Uh, and he just comes up there. <laughs> so the new thing now that's going on is this thing called Havana Syndrome. Oh, boy. You know this? A little bit. So this is just the last few years. People in U.S. diplomats in Havana, Cuba, started saying they had this weird – they got sick and this weird uh, – vibration going through their ears and they didn't know what was going on. And at first they were like, Oh, it's just nothing. But now it's happened a bunch of different places, mm. including on the grounds of the white house. Like people have gotten sick for, and they say they hear this like ringing in their ears and, and uh, they don't know who's doing it, but it's happened a bunch of different places. They think Russians maybe, but it's becoming like so, a big problem. So, all right. I thought you would say someone put a chip in someone or something. It's like a microwave signal, they think. Yeah. Now we don't know. We don't know. They think maybe they're just trying to steal five G. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they think maybe they're just trying to steal information off their laptop or their phone, and they have a way to some type of device that pulsates a signal. Yeah. And that's just causing the side effects. Is that? But they don't know. Maybe they're just trying to make people sick and mess with them. But it's happened on the grounds of the White House, so. Why would it be, yeah. And it seems funny to be like, what are you doing? We're trying to, like, annoy them. With <laughs> they're nauseous more than usual. Yeah. Why do they call it the Havana Syndrome? Because it first happened in Havana, Cuba. Oh. And at first, they were like, you guys are just. So they're sick this. and they got ringing in there. It sounded like they went to a concert. They're a little hungover. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, ah, no, I'm not. It's a, nah, they really it's a dove syndrome. into it. They yeah. could, like, find out. All of them went to a concert. Yeah. Yeah. And it started in Havana, a lot of big concerts, a lot of cigars, a lot of parties yeah, going yeah. on. What would, yeah, like if it was like another country doing it, what would they do? Like, I, that's what I like. What's, like, what's their purpose? Yeah. It's like, what are, uh, like, how do they get it in the White House? Or does it really need to be in the White House? Well, it was on the White House grounds. Um, and I guess the grounds are pretty big. Somebody, I saw this on 60 Minutes. They were walking into the White House and it was like paralyzing to them and um mm -hmm. they got real sick one guy was just in a hotel room and he said he saw like a white van outside his window and it affected his him and his wife and their kids oh um so it could disable you somehow I don't, I don't know maybe they're just testing it before they do it on the president i don't know yeah scary yeah <laughs> he's getting suggestions <laughs> yeah. Yeah. trying to help him out because i don't know it seems like it's working i try already a spy i think it's try should try on bigger <laughs> targets yeah. to be honest uh, biden's yeah he'd be ripe for it i think yeah, yeah. here's his schedule <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh there was a spy who found out four months before pearl harbor that japanese were going to attack uh pearl harbor and he uh he alerted the CIA and they didn't believe him. He wasn't from America. He was from another country. They didn't believe him. And so they ignored it, but mm -hmm. uh, 
<laughs> he was did, right. Did it happen? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think about that yeah. a lot. People always say, if I, you know, I had a time machine, I'd go back and I'd stop nine eleven. How would you? Yeah. How would you stop me? It? Let's say me. I come back. I As, land in Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah. On September tenth. Yeah. Who do I even call? Who believes me? I mean, I wouldn't start in Montgomery. Well, that's where know, I yeah. that's where I was at the time. Well, then I would at least ask to come back like the eighth or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I'll slide out of Montgomery. You trying to get to the tent? You go. You're gonna need some travel time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Be, There's no direct flights no. for sure. Yeah, I would. I yeah, come ask to come back. If, I mean, if you were, we're talking about, you get the power. Yeah, give yourself a couple of days while you're yeah, in town. Maybe, yeah. What would the, be the move though? I don't know. I don't know if anyone would believe me. You heard this. Some guy predicted or said that he had information that Pearl Harbor is going to happen. And Nobody a, believed him. He's a CIA agent. You're that's what I'm saying. I'm a regular guy. guy from Montgomery, Alabama. I'm a kid from Montgomery, yeah. Alabama. What am I? And on top of all of this is also just time traveled back here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's in every, true. So in everything. I mean, the the thing that would almost make you weirdly not say it, because then if you said it, then you would be probably just in prison right now, because they would be like, well, you had something to do with it. Right. That's what you could do, though. You could tell them a bunch of other stuff's about to happen before that, and they would believe you. Well, you better say something good. Look up yeah. sports scores, everything, before oh, you go yeah. back and say, okay. look, all this stuff happened. And then build a case, yeah. build a reputation. I can predict the future. And then, mm-hmm. and then drop nine eleven on him. Yeah, this is about that. And then you'll get so into like predicting the future that you'll rise to fame, and you'll go. Actually, maybe I won't even tell him about nine eleven because I yeah. got a lot going on right now. <laughs> yeah, this is actually, what is actually, today? It's actually going oh, crap. well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wake up hungover, doing a bunch of drugs, and you're like, see it happen on TV. You're like, dad, <laughs> that's the whole reason yeah. I came. Back. I got to go back to the past. Yeah, <laughs> and then it ruins your whole career. Yeah. They said Nostradamus predicted 9-11. Yeah. He said two still birds would fall from the sky in a metropolis. But then people debunked it, said still wasn't even a thing during the time of mm-hmm. Nostradamus. So they don't think he really wrote that. Yeah. God, that's so funny for the guy that made that up. He didn't do any research. Like 200 <laughs> years later, still came out. Yeah. Well, everybody believed him. A few people did, I guess. I, I mean, I don't think it. a lot of people I think, think a lot of people. I remember seeing it. Yeah. No, but but did, yeah. it, did you do anything about it? Did you change it? You know? I don't know, but I'm before. saying you can see people believe in it because it's like you but, hear it. That's just like, it doesn't really matter. The belief doesn't matter because it's like, it's just kind of like, oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, it's a, people still like conspiracy kind of, you like something like that. And yeah. you go, oh, that's cool. So the, your belief in that being real is like, you're never going to go look and see what's still around. But then it's like, if it gets popular and just one person that just goes, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this guy, the one who told him about Pearl Harbor, was the basis for James Bond. He was friends with Ian Fleming, the guy who wrote James Bond, and he based his character, they think, off of this guy. Oh, the ba- oh I really? thought you said like the basis. Like, I thought you meant the song like, basis too. And I was yeah. like, James Bond's a band? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought that meant yeah. completely, was the basis of, I was like, you know, he was in Leonard Skinner. What? <laughs> That guy that said that about poor Harbor, <laughs> he did it all. He goes, he was in the first Aerosmith. <laughs> That's insane. This guy had quite a career. He really knew how to pick bands too. Uh, Julia Childs worked for the CIA. She did. What did she do? She cooked for him. She like was a typist for them or something. But uh, and then she got into cooking. Yeah, much later. <laughs> what is she? Was she uh, undercover? Like a spy? No, but I think there was like a rumor, like 
oh, Julius Childs used to work for CIA. And everybody's like, no, it's just an urban legend, but it was real. Wow. I thought that was the actress, Julia. Uh, Julia Louis. Julia Styles. Yeah, Julia Styles. Yeah, <laughs> pretty different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, so she just did that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, CIA is still around. You know what I mean? Yeah. She could have worked there. That's she true. may work for them now. <laughs> oh yeah. She's forty-one. She's in the Bourne movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. So she's go. probably There's involved. Another, yeah, yeah she's involved. She's got an in. Here's another shark attack in Egypt, 2010. Several <laughs> sharks <laughs> attacked people at a popular resort. <laughs> they found a GPS tracking device on them. Oh, and oh, okay. someone said that the Israelis used them, sent the sharks to attack people in Egypt. Whoa. And you think then, that was what was happening in Missouri? <laughs> Might have been. Might have been. <laughs> yeah, those are their big targets. But uh why, so, how does it capture the shark with a GPS unit playing on its back? How does it tell the shark where to grow? Well, that's the point. Israelis said we can't do that. We don't have that power. This was just they said this is just the thing. We track sharks' migrations. So that's yeah. what they said. Yeah, they had the GPS on them to just track where they are. Yeah. Not to send them to to attack to, people. To attack particular people. It's unfortunate though if your uh your tracking shark attacks some people. Yeah. That feels linked you go, back look, to you. It looks bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm not I'm not one to act like it doesn't. But yeah. and I, I'll be honest with you, I'm flattered that you think we could send a shark to you. <laughs> to Egypt. I don't to even e- know how yeah. it gets to Egypt. It, 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 yeah. I don't is there sharks? Where are the sharks? In Israel. So this is funny. This is they think it's because two weeks before that, during the Islamic festival of Eid al Adha, uh, they dumped a bunch of sheep carcasses into the into the water. So they think that's where the sharks came from. Oh. They just saw a bunch of sheep well, that carcasses. That sounds about there. right. Yeah. Oh, Israel did that. No, I think uh Egypt did that, right? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. But they're saying that's why you have stupid sharks. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you dump a bunch of dead animals in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) They go, well, then you tell me what it is, sir. (laughs) And you go, well, I mean, look, I'll be honest with you, dude. Your festival for your whole country (laughs) killed all these sheep and put it in the ocean. And then you're out there swimming around in it. Yeah. And you're swimming. And then, you know, and I mean, the fact that that beach wasn't just shut down forever <laughs> is remarkable that you all within a couple of weeks were back out there <laughs> and had major shark attacks. How far, how would a shark get from Israel to Egypt? Where's I the don't know. Map, map like on that? No. Oh, right there. Where? But uh, I think no, this is not. a little bit like what's uh, a map? Yeah. Like you said, the Nostradamus thing where people just believe it. And the the Procter and Gamble thing on Phil Donahue. I think just enough people hear it and then they just it just becomes a thing. Yeah, well, most people go, No, he did that. And if you told that person that's not true, they'd be like, That's fine. I probably I figured it <laughs> yeah. but, I just, but I enjoyed it while it lasted. <laughs> I enjoyed it while it lasted. Uh I mean, not that far. They're oh, they border yeah. each other. Oh yeah. Oh, the Mediterranean Sea. At first I was I said, How's a shark even I mean that's where getting to Israel? <laughs> You're like, oh, by the Mediterranean yeah. Sea? I had right, no idea Egypt sense. had all that oceanfront property. I didn't either. I, I didn't thought either. they were. Uh, I mean, yeah. I had no know. idea. You should tell me, go. Now, you tell me, look, if you say Jordan is a shark from Jordan came over here, he goes, yeah. 
He goes, then we're talking. <laughs> Where was this shark out? He was at a bar. <laughs> he was at a bar eating next to me. And they go, all right, I'm listening. <laughs> Where was he? He made it all the way in. They didn't check his ID. <laughs> there was, they've, they've tried numerous tri- times to use animals for their service. Operation Acoustic Kitty was where their plan to turn cats into portable spying devices. Mm-hmm. So they inserted a microphone uh, in, a, in a radio transmitter in the ear of a cat in the base of its skull. And they sent mm. it to a park to listen to some foreign nationals, and the cat ran across the street and got hit by a cab. <laughs> really? Killed. Probably committed suicide because there's a yeah. microphone in his brain. $20 million. <laughs> first, first try, gets hit and killed by a cab. How does that cost $20 million? How on earth does that cost twenty million dollars? Oh, research and development. Yeah, you, know, you got to put the thing together. Huh? You got to pay the when scientists. Was this? this was a long time ago. That's insane, dude. Maybe things cost more back then. No, that's 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 <laughs> like that's a TV. Insane. You're telling me twenty million dollars. Uh, the cat you, is. Can you Google that? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll it seems like money laundering, right? Yeah. They're like, oh yeah. yeah, the cat got hit by a car. Let's say that. So the cat's free. So we're done with that. <laughs> yeah. And then. There's no way. This is in the 1960s, more than $20 million. There's no way. Well, you had to to buy the cats. Let's think about all the expenses. You got (laughs) to buy the cats. You got to raise the cats. You got to feed them occasionally. I mean, I don't know. The equipment? I mean, the, the cat has nothing to do with it. I mean, look, but the, but the, it's, it's not negligible. Equipment? You got to buy the cats. You can't get just mutts off the street. That's you got to get some good cats. That's true. No, but $80 then? <laughs> like $20 million in the 60s, dude? Yeah. That's so much money. Small technology was expensive back then. Everything's huge. I yeah. mean, when y'all were growing up, a personal computer was a whole room of your house. Yeah. But what would now they you try can to, fit them all in. Yeah, do they not have like scientists on salary? Does anybody like... Do they, do just you, on retainer. Yeah, like yeah. to go, like yeah, dude, we're gonna bring something to you. Do you try to fix this? Is it like how do like that's uh, how does that work? I think the individual projects get funded. It you could get grants like. Could that. you not get the microphone out of the cat's head after it was yeah. dead? I mean, did the car completely crush the cat? Yeah. Well, I don't mm. know about that. Maybe they did get it out, but and they who they, are they trying to spy on? I yeah, mean, did they? Is that the first time they tried it? Yeah, they didn't even like go into a fenced area and go. Let's give it a go. <laughs> Well, sure I don't know about that. Doesn't... It's the first time they tried it in like the real world. I just don't know where that twenty million. That seems like. <laughs> hey, do you have to like where where are they raising that money? Oh, it's just government it's like taxes. It's right? taxes. Government money. So, but like, so dude, the screws are probably six hundred dollars. Like that's they, true. That's yeah. how they do it. That's how just they, dangle yeah. the that's mic crazy. around the collar. Yeah. <laughs> At that, I mean, that in the sixties. I don't know, walk up and say, sorry, my cat got loose. And <laughs> yeah. then grab the cat. You didn't have to destroy its brain. <laughs> a normal cat and then walk away with it and then leave a microphone under the bench. <laughs> yeah. So here's what happened. As soon as like the cat made it about 300 meters and then it got ran over by a taxi and then they lost all financing for this project. They already got $20 million for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even have any saved? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you even buying this from? Like you're not like... You're so you're that it's like I, 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 you're paying for the labor, right? Because this stuff is all made up. So it's not they're not going to Home Depot or Radio Shack mm-hmm. and buying this stuff. So it's in the '60s. All this stuff's made up. Like that's what, you, you don't have a room that's got a bunch of stuff in it. Now, what do you mean by made up? 
Like you're, he's. This is a new device that's being yes. built. Yeah. Yes. So that's where most of the money went. You got to, you got to research and develop. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Okay. But there's not a room that's like you, you're like, all right, dude. What about building a thing for a cat? And you think the guy's in the room and he goes, I need like twenty million dollars. I don't. Yeah. You're like you don't have any of that stuff in here, man. You don't have any piece like. They don't have metal and stuff. And I like that they lost financing. Like it's yeah. like you, yeah, you spent it all. Yeah, <laughs> you spent like you, you were looking for more money yeah. after this. Well, they go, but I think we figured it out. You go, what? You want twenty million more? And they go, twenty million, forty million. <laughs> we want forty million, and we're gonna do ferrets. Yeah, <laughs> forty million to get a cat that won't run into the road. Yeah. Yeah. We just cheaped out on the cat. Hey, That's we had the a problem. bum cat over there. He goes, I found that guy last night. He goes, we're gonna actually. We're going to train this cat. We're going to have its family be spies. So we're going to have two spy parents, <laughs> cat parents that will raise a kid cat spy parent. So they understand how it all works. <laughs> Can you imagine that guy who came up with the idea, though, when they tried it out and he just sees the cat? He's just like, oh, it's going, it's going. It'd probably be, you'd probably save more. It'd be less expensive just to make every bench in that city be a microphone. <laughs> yeah. And then just take a shot in the dark at which whatever they sit on. Yeah. Just go... Well, you know, spies like to sit on benches. They don't ever talk, mm-hmm. like standing up. Right. <laughs> the bench heavy group. <laughs> and so let's just do microphones on all the benches. Then you're like, are you crazy, dude? You go, well, let, all right, then here, here Johnson's idea. All right, I need $20 million. I'm going to put it in a cat and then hope, you know, and then see what happens. And we'll hear everything they say. And they're like, that sounds pretty good. And the yeah. reliable cat. The reliable cat. I'm putting in benches. <laughs> we could then move the benches everywhere. Yeah, I guess we just hope the cat is around important people. I yeah. guess. And not just hanging in an alley all day. <laughs> Was the cat somebody's pet? I mean, that would be one way to do Probably it. Probably Johnson's, I'm guessing. Yeah. I I don't I mean, even if it was somebody's pet, I mean he's not gonna trust you after you cut his head open and put a <laughs> Yeah, I guess apparently not that small of a nineteen. Maybe that was the problem. Like the cat shows up and it's it's like when you get a when you get a Christmas present and you're like, well, I don't know what that is. And he just he just comes in. And it's got a microphone just sticking out of his head and he's like walling around. It's like a stage microphone. Like a stage microphone. His tail is just the it goes up and there's a big bubble at the end of it. And he can't and he can't keep it up. He's just dragging it, and you're like Got one of those satellites oh. over his yeah. head. Yeah, and you're like, that's crazy. Why's that? Does that cat seem seems weird? It's just feedback. Every time he, he opens his mouth, you just hear someone talking. <laughs> Nine or four, two, seven. Like, <laughs> maybe they asked for the money back. Like after it ended, the government said, "Can you give us seventeen million back?" I would ask for it back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're giving it back. I don't think I don't think the government goes okay. I bet I, I wish you could find all the money wasted on stuff like that. Oh, I bet yeah, it's got to yeah. be outrageous, astronomical. I mean, more money than probably yeah than stuff that's worked. And because it's classified, you don't even know what it is. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a perfect job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I would just think you just go get the mic out of the cat's head. Yeah, you I know would, what I mean. Unless the cab smashed it. You think they had that cab driver killed? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Well, I think it'd be oh, like sure. uh, yeah. You track that guy down and go listen. They probably have so I'm many hearing, people. There's killed a buzz. Like We're hearing a buzz in here. I don't like that. That's interesting. During the spy episode. Oh, Ryan, boy. we talk about the cat's present. Oh yeah, I don't hear anything for what it's worth. Okay. Well, now we know. I hear it. So me and Bates here. You don't hear it. 
I do hear it now. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah now it. that we call yeah. you out for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, Ben, we're talking about all this stuff, and weirdly, right now, uh-huh. you see there's Laura, see there's a white van outside. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's out there. That's like in the movie uh, Citizen Four, where Edward Snowden's talking about Harrison Ford. Citizen Four. <laughs> <laughs> When he's talking about all the steps people spied on, and then the fire alarm goes off in the hotel room oh. while they're doing the interview. What? I don't. What's Citizen Four? It's a documentary about Edward Snowden. Oh, and they're interviewing him. Oh, is it good? I'd, well, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. And he's it's some secluded place. And then while they're interviewing the film crew, the alarms, fire alarm starts yeah. going off in the hotel, and yeah. it's just like that's weird. Yeah, like what's going on? He's look, like looking out the window and stuff. Yeah. So. Oh. If you're Edward Snow and you just think nothing's a coincidence, I bet. Yeah. Like, oh, well, how God, do you? The I boss mean, is late. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's everything. You could never. Yeah, it'd be a weird way to have to live because you got to guess what's co- coincidence, yeah. coincidence, and what's not. Mm-hmm. And you would think everything is. Yeah. Man, that would be tough. And then a lot of it you would be because it's like how many coincidences do you have? Probably a bunch. Probably a bunch. Uh, probably a bunch you don't even notice normally notice right but it's like so then when you notice them you're like so it's your life is just full of them yeah 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 which is crazy you know well it's like people always talk about like you asked do people get ad pop-up ads yeah are people spying on us these companies and it does seem like you sometimes you're just being in your house talking about something and then next I thing you, i don't like that holly just showed up <laughs> <laughs> what do you know holly what do you know what's in your head what's on that collar tell you something yeah it's a bump on her head <laughs> hey there's an on off switch in her <laughs> but have you ever gotten an ad pop up and you hadn't even looked anything up about it you've just been talking about it in your house mm-hmm. yeah yeah but that's scary right yeah <laughs> I thought, I mean, I didn't know we had to explain it after he was talking about it. That's, I think that's why I got confused. <laughs> You're talking about the ad. I thing. just want to make sure it wasn't just me. No, and then, yeah, and, uh, it, it happens. Well, yeah, we talked about it earlier, and then you brought that up there. That's the only thing. And then you're like, you know, like when you say something about you're like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're part of the government. I No, I'm not. You would be. Something doesn't work. <laughs> if something doesn't work? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty. He's more the government. I don't know, the one oh, because the government doesn't work. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I agree. Brian Bates would be the best spy. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think he'd miss his flight. <laughs> he'd miss his flight getting over there. He'd get no. I think he'd. I think it would be a night. You know. Your spy can't is got to be kind of like able to get places quickly. I would just sleep in the airport. I know, but you're Southwest. You're, but as a spy, if there's a meeting, you can't be like, I got to be at the airport three hours early. That's what the ticket said. You go, I know, dude, but go like an hour early and just try to get through quick. But it said I need to be there three hours, and then you're just sitting in there and you can't, you can't adjust from your. I don't think you're, you're not a good adjuster. Like you have your system, and then you go, you know? That's what I want you to think. Oh. No, nah, I mean, I've seen it. You're doing a great job. That's yeah. not. <laughs> the uh, airplane's never showing up. <laughs> uh, the CIA during the Cold War for a while used mind readers. Oh. Uh, they Tw- went- Another $20 million project. <laughs> yeah. You can see what people are thinking, yeah. right? No, they, they didn't admit to this till 2017 when – 
12 million pages of records got declassified, but they were who's using... writing that many pages? <laughs> That's who's, so many pages. Who's, who's on earth? Is There's 12 million pages? Mm-hmm. No, oh, you're no. saying 12 million pages got declassified, yeah. and this yeah. was part of them. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know if they're all No one's even spy. reading these pages. No, I don't believe any, of course not. I don't believe anything, because it's... You're like, so who's reading these 12 million? You know, I don't know if you could read 12 million pages. I can't read 60. My, someone sent me a thing the other day, and I'm like, oh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I so, scroll up and go, oh, if it's more than 10, I'm out. Yeah, well, it's like when the Supreme Court issues some big ruling. It's multiple pages, and then the news reporters have to come out and immediately tell you what it said. Mm-hmm. So they, they have to really, really read fast or just skip to the back and try to find a summary. Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. Like, well, I'm sure the people that don't read where it's like you can just kind of like jump and you kind of, you're like, all right, I get the point Mm -hmm, of it. mm -hmm. But uh, did you, did it say? Yeah, just lag for a second. But so let's assume you can read average reading speed. Yeah. Which is half a page a minute. I mean, that would take you 400,000 hours to read. Yeah. Which is a lot. Which is a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, yeah, I mean, I, like, yeah. what do they go? Well, we let a computer read it. And go, what does he do? He takes it down to eleven million. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> well, that's something. That's Sixteen thousand yeah. days. Do yeah. we take to read that? Yeah. I mean, how? Like, yeah, I don't know how. I mean, have you? Obviously, you got to have a lot of people, but I mean, twelve million pages. It's Forty-five years to read all that. Wow. Yeah. So it's a lot. Now, there's probably some diagrams that probably cuts into it a little bit. You know. It's probably not twelve hundred pages of wall to wall. Forty five years yeah, for one. How person. long to write? Oh, it's but it's over the years. It's all AI generated. Yeah, yeah. It's all, but so it's all just stuff that's clicked. So they give you twelve. It's almost like that's what they do. They give you this thing that's so long, and then like now we declassify it. And you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw. Yeah. They've told I'm us about UFOs, and we just haven't read that page yet. Yeah, you yeah. summarize yeah. it for us. Dude. Yeah, every time they pass a bill on the news, it's like the bill is nine hundred oh, pages crazy. long. Yeah, they had twenty minutes to read it. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, I don't even know. Yeah, what's what I said about who's writing those bills? Right. Supreme is it like Court they ruling? go and like they oh, yeah. they just vote? Who puts the thing in the bills? All the Congress, people? they just say their things. Yeah, and they go, I want this, and I get yeah, like an auction. Oh, right. We just start earmarking stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jam it in between. The pork barrel buffet. Yeah. That's what they call it. That's what they call it? Yeah, it's called pork. (laughs) When you load on (laughs) pork to a bill. Oh, really? Yeah. Say, I want $20 million of funding for this thing down the street in in Tennessee. We'll tack that on to the... uh, And then I'll vote for your bill. Yeah, and then you you vote for my bill. Oh. So, yeah, you know, it's the way it's set up. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. So yeah, they use these mind readers. They're called. It was called Project Stargate, and the program was finally shut down in 1995. But they would use these psychics. They called them remote viewers, and they would locate hostages kidnapped by terrorist groups or fugitive criminals here in the U.S. And uh, they used this guy Yuri Geller, who was on. There he is, right there. He was on Tonight Show numerous times. He said he could bend spoons with his mind. <laughs> And uh, he's been cut Larry with his mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> his ability to bend metal cut Larry with his mind. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, he said he could read other people's minds or do mind control. Well, did he demonstrate bending the spoon on? 
He said he was on the Tonight Show. Well, one t- famous episode of the Tonight Show. He comes on, and Johnny Carson's producers have come out with their own spoons, and oh. their own stuff, and it stumped him. And he was like, "Oh, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it tonight." <laughs> and they're like, oh, "Well, really? we just want you to do it." And he's like, "I just, I don't, I don't feel strong right the now. Energy's off in here." Yeah, oh, that's wow. basically what he said. So, is that what he said on live TV? Yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. the clip last night. He's on Johnny Carson. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm just not." He's like, this scares me. And they're like, well, we just want you to show what you can do. And he's like, I'm just not feeling very strong right now. <laughs> that's kind of mean. Oh, well, that's I what mean, he said. Huh? That's what he said. It he's is. like, you set me up. Yeah, I'd be mad about that. Like, so you want to go like, I mean, either you're dumb and you really think I'm doing this, or you're doing, or you're being mean. But a lot of people were falling for it, and they were trying to show. Uh, he's trying to tell people that he really does this, that he bends a spoon. He's a magician. No, he's not claiming to be a magician. He's claiming to be a psychic that can really do it. Yeah, but it's like, it's still a form of entertainment. Dude, if, David, on the- if your dad came on here and did a bunch of tricks and tried to say it was real, we'd be like, well, no, it's not. It's not real. <laughs> I, I, it's like, but who's believing that? Like, I mean, I don't, I, I get. CIA. Did he bend his own spoons while on the yeah. Tonight Show? Yeah, he had his own spoons. So he bent his own, and then they brought others. Well, it's almost like they just go like, obviously, just say that guy's an illusionist. Mm-hmm. Johnny Carson, just say that. Why do you bring the guy out and embarrass the guy? But like, I don't think he was calling himself an illusionist. It doesn't matter what he ever called. Like, it's just, it's some of it's like, just don't, why, do you, why does everybody have to be, you can just be like. You have to debunk everything. You know, well, not debunk everything, but you got to do it so that person feels it. Like, that's the thing that I understand. Like, when you want to make someone feel bad, why do you have to, like, make sure everybody sees them feel bad? That's true. Like, it's like, if they're lying, it's like, then just go say they were lying. Like, you could have done that off air. You, you could have done one of these. Go, not, yeah. yeah. Well, and they might have talked to him. And they might have done, you like, I, you, we have, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, this guy's, but if they're trying to say, is he a false prophet, I get Like, I don't know. It's like, he's bending a spoon with his... Like, what else is he doing? And then the CIA hired him. To read people's minds, not even just to bend spoons. So, like, you're, I mean, you're like, they're all, like, why? Hey, go over there and bend all their, bend all their. If he worked for the CIA, maybe the CIA would be talking to Johnny Carson and be like, hey, don't bring out your own spoons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You don't mess our guy up here. They go, because where you, they go, why not? He goes, the spoon stuff's stupid. I go, all right. So y'all admit it? He goes, yeah. That guy what are y'all using for him? He's reading minds for us. Yeah, that guy uh, needs a better manager. <laughs> he needs yeah. a better manager. You know what I mean? Don't, I just don't think why you got to be mean to someone. Don't bring the real I spins. mean, the whole world's watching that. And you got to be just, you make someone look like a fool. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I don't know. You hi, you, you you thought it was cool that he could bend spoons with his mind. Did you, what'd you expect him to do? You brought him on as an entertainer, right? Right. So, you like, what'd you expect for him to come on and go, nah, it's all, it's a fake spoon. <laughs> Well, it's I, pretty great TV to watch somebody be revealed to be a liar. I get on it, TV, but it's uh, but it's mean. But it's it's mean. But it, it, it's mean. It's very very mean spirit. And Johnny's the the king of the world at this point. Yeah, and that guy's not. And you just were very mean to that guy. You hired him on to bit now. Unless this dude was, I don't know what this guy was Could, doing. But yeah, maybe Google him and Johnny Carson. See if I got my story straight. Yeah, if it seems like it's you know he's bending spoons, I would think that you're just being. Uh, all right, read some. All right, so anyway, so this is this program called Project Stargate. Uh, it was declassified in 95, or they ended in 95. The report says that uh, it was a failure. It remains unclear whether the existence of paranormal phenomenon, remote viewing, had been demonstrated. 
So the CIA is not admitting that it worked, but they tried it and they they hired these people for a long time to see if they could locate people. Maybe the CIA it. set this whole thing up. Go yeah. go embarrass this guy on Johnny Carson. Yeah. Oh. Until they got out of their contract. Yeah. With him. They could have done that. Johnny Carson was with the CIA. Yeah. yeah. Look Maybe. how easy it is. Maybe. Wasn't it uh was it Mr. Rogers that there was a rumor that, pe- that he worked for the CIA or something? Yeah, I, sure. I feel like there's a lot of celebrities yeah. that felt that way. Um, all right, so that's uh, the Rosenbergs were an American family whose brother, her brother, worked at in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, making the atomic bomb, and he shared secrets with her, which these couple shared with the Russians, and uh, they were first people put to death for being when was despised. that? This was uh, back in the fifties, I think. Mm-hmm. But they were just this American couple, and a lot of people thought they were falsely accused and that they really weren't involved in it. But once um, some information when was released in the early 90s, it showed they really were involved in sharing government secrets. I don't know if I, I messed believe a lot that. Of that. <laughs> so, yeah. So they're, they, they said they were rich they killed them. Yeah. And then... Her brother worked on the Manhattan Project, which yeah. was building the atomic bomb. Oh, okay. He shared with her some of the secrets for making the bomb. Yeah. She shared, both she and her husband shared it with Russians. On purpose? Or yeah, they, they, worked, they were getting paid oh. to do it. They were like oh. Russian spies. But um, oh. but they were supposedly just this American family that you know, no one was suspected, but yeah. they got caught and they were put to death. Yeah. Mm. And they live in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. That's where the Manhattan Project was going on. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Part of it, a big part of it. Yeah. Building oh, the atomic well. bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Right there with the Oak Ridge boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A lot happened in that part of the country. You wouldn't yeah. think about. It could make sense that now, like, because you're like, uh, I feel like, uh, you know, in the South, where we are about family, but if you're like find a new way to make money, you're like, yeah, I'll get this dumb secret. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, All right, that makes sense. You know? <laughs> who cares did you figure anything out yeah I figured out the story so this is a guy who I think we've talked about before on this podcast the amazing Randy yeah he was a former magician who devoted his life to exposing people who were lying about stuff like yeah. this and so he would come on Johnny Carson a bunch he exposed a couple like false uh, televangelists and stuff like that so this guy Yuri Geller shows up and he's blindsided with the amazing Randy amazing oh, Randy no. comes out and goes mm. confronts him and says do this trick under my conditions and he can't do it. So it was a trap set by Johnny Carson. Did they have him on before? Amazing Randy's been on the show no, multiple yeah, times. So, it looks like this is the first time Yuri Geller was on the show. Oh, so they brought that guy in just for that. The, yeah. The they clip, brought him in. The yeah. The clip I watched last night, the Amazing Randy wasn't in it. Oh, really? It was just him setting, Yuri Geller sitting down with Johnny Carson with a bunch of stuff laid out there. Okay. And then Johnny was like, we thought you could show us what you could do. Yeah, even like, uh, so yeah, see, that's even a weird spot too, like magician, like revealing these tricks. You're like, yeah, man, it's, it, it's, man, we're doing magic tricks, yeah. dude. Like, hey, the sleight of hand, there's stuff my dad will do. I'd be like, yeah, you know, I, I, he could tell you what he's doing. You're not going to see it. I know. Mm-hmm. But it, it's in the idea that you like, it's like, to me, sometimes that stuff feels like it's a guy that can't make it. As one way, so his other way is to just blow that world up. And then you're like, well, that's not, that's not, you know, it's like a, it's a trick. 
Yeah. You're doing your own little side game. I get it. If somebody's taking advantage of people, like some of these guys he exposed were lying to people and taking money from them and stuff like that. But if it's just a guy bending spoons, it's like, who cares? Yeah. Or not bending spoons. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bending his own spoons. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you bend fake spoons, though, that's pretty impressive. I don't know what you're doing, but mm. even if you, if you have your own spoons that you yeah. can bend, I'm like, okay, so you can't bend all the spoons. I mean, that's yeah. where you should go with it. You know, I can't bend all the spoons, yeah. guys. Who I, do you I, think I, I am, dude? I, I can't select, just bend any. There spoon. are yeah. spoons I can bend, yeah. but not these. Yeah. <laughs> You think, all the, yeah, you think yeah. I can bend all the? You think I can bend all the spoons? <laughs> yeah, don't be unreasonable. Yeah. Spoons. You go. I'm doing forks now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to do spoons. And they go. We can find. <laughs> he's just trying to name stuff. He goes. But I'm just getting into it. Swimming prongs on that fork. <laughs> so yeah, got, there's a vibration in here. I got a, a, a Havana thing going on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I really can't do it right now. <laughs> I went to Indeed.com. You should have just asked for. Uh, he should have said like, uh, "I'm I'm actually I'll do a, I'll bend a knife and the ones he gives to him stabs that other guy <laughs> <laughs> and it bends and he goes, huh? <laughs> uh, Indeed has how to become a CIA agent or how to become a spy CIA agent. Got to earn a bachelor's degree. Mm. What is that? How long you go to school for that? Mm. Oh, that's the first one. Yep, that's four years. That's just four a regular years. regular school. The CIA normally requires applicants. To have a GPA of 3.0 or higher. Mm. Mm. That's not that high. <laughs> no. Mm. So, so far, no I'm problem. out though. I'm a, I mean, I'm already out, but it's, <laughs> it's down to me and Aaron. Yeah. Oh, my GPA is way below that. Your GPA is below 3.0? Oh, yeah. How yeah. did you get into Notre Dame? Oh, it was in high school, it was good. I'm talking about oh. college. Oh. They probably don't care about your high school GPA. Just your college. Well, that's all I have is my high school <laughs> I care quite a bit about it. Yeah. And I take that stuff serious. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Man. Kramer. <laughs> um, consider earning a master's degree. Don't have to have it, but they would like you to have a specialized field like security, technology, foreign affairs. They're like, don't do it, but consider it. Yeah. yeah. You, you have know, a better chance. They ask you, did it, you yeah. do it? You go, I didn't do it. I have been I considering. Looked, I Googled how to <laughs> become a spy. I don't. I think if you Google how to be a spy, you're probably not going to be a spy. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. The number one on this list should be, if you're reading this list, you're out. You're out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, become fluent in one or two foreign languages. Oh, yeah. Arabic, Korean, Russian. Farsi. But with Babel, you can do it. That's with Babel, you can do it. You can do it. Yep. Uh, gain relevant experience. <laughs> Like what? Gain relevant experience. Like spy on your parents. <laughs> do some, like do, do yeah. well. They go, like, what they go, what experience <coughs> you have? He goes, I've been living in my neighbor's attic for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. And they go, he doesn't know you're there? He doesn't know I'm there. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like this guy. <laughs> it's it's got to be like that kind of experience. <laughs> Well, they meant like working law enforcement, the military, oh. security, uh, something like that. I'd nice rather fun. do the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, the other stuff. I've been stalking this woman yeah. for years. Like, yeah. Oh, what experience God. do you have? He goes, uh, he's going to go swim in a pool every day and I don't own a pool. <laughs> and they know nothing about it. And they go, huh. Is the pool in your neighborhood? He goes, not in my neighborhood. <laughs> but it's in the neighborhood. In a gated neighborhood. In a gated neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, but I do it all the time. He goes, I get in and out. Because I spend, because I sleep in people's garages. <laughs> I use a lot of free Wi-Fi. 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot of free Wi-Fi. A lot of, in the garages. He goes, how do you get in the garages? He goes, the key is you got to step over the beam. And he steps over the beam. <laughs> the the, the they, one yeah, at the bottom. The one at the bottom. Step As over. they shut it, you got to step over. But also remember to bend down. <laughs> step do over, both. bend down. It'll both. hit your head. It'll hit your head. Go yeah. in a corner. Wake up the next morning when they leave. <laughs> Swim in the pool. He goes, I always, uh, I always leave. Uh, <coughs> he goes, I always leave an ace of spades in their car. Because <laughs> they never see it coming. <laughs> and they're, this guy's good. He goes, they <laughs> and they don't detect you at all. He goes, no one's ever detected me. He goes, I've been back right. No one's ever brought it up. Uh, you have to complete a required testing and medical exam. They want you to do a polygraph test and do a credit check. Mm. Important for your criminal record to be clean. Now, I had mm. friends in college who applied for government jobs like this, and they um, they would call you. Mm-hmm. The government would call you, former roommates, former yeah. classmates, and go like, "Do you ever lose his temper? Did he ever yeah. bring home weird stuff?" They ask you all kinds yeah. of crazy. I got questions. that call about Daniel Rucker. Did you really? Mm-hmm. What he did. Uh, when he, I, I forget it was when I started comedy, but they they just called out of nowhere asking. I think it was like that kind of stuff. He listed you as a personal reference on one of these. Uh, I guess so. I mean, yeah, it was. I think he's told me before, and I keep forgetting. But I, I would he, fail all of those things. Yeah, I mean, he ever lose his temper? Poof, I go. <laughs> you should have seen him when he was he a doesn't. drinker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you should take a road trip with him. Yeah. See what that's yeah. like. Right. He goes, he go. He had a four way stop with him. See what happens. <laughs> he goes, just something, just something basic. And he goes, and you don't see that guy in yellow lights, if you know what I mean. <laughs> what? What does that mean? He goes, Nothing. He's no, a good guy, though. No, great dude. Great dude. I'd hire him all the time. He goes, but yeah, yeah. Don't get him start on tree houses. But he's, he's a good family man, you know. <laughs> and they're like, what? They don't even know what. To, but it'd be good where I think they would be like, well, we just want to talk to this guy now. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You leave him enough intrigue to go, right. I think I set you up right. I built some mystique yeah. for you, Dustin. Yeah. I built some, yeah. <laughs> it goes, yeah. Is he a problem? You go, I don't know. If you guys never used the bathroom inside a building, then if you look past that, then I don't, I'm one of the best guys I've ever met in my life. <laughs> uh, and then I was – CIA now has spy satellites that has a zoom that can photograph your license plate from 50 miles up in space. Mm. So just think about that driving home today. Yeah. Why don't we do it the other way and see what's going on up there? (laughs) (laughs) Turn it around on them? Yeah. No, I mean, why don't they have it to go here? You're like, well, why don't you spin it and then go out in outer space? 50 miles in outer space? Yeah. Or anything up there, really, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do have pictures of outer space. I was space, like, oh, though. yeah, it's a picture, all right. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? Picture. 50 miles up, that's yeah. it. 50 miles up. He goes, it's from here to, to the side, other side of Nashville. <laughs> Not that high up. <laughs> all right, that's that's probably a good stopping point. All right. All right, that was fun. Spies. Spies. It's going to be a spy Google www.com how to be a spot.com. Uh, thank you guys. As always, I will be this week. Uh, I'll be in uh, Atlantic City, uh, Beacon. Oh, wow. Two shows at the Beacon. That's awesome. It's awesome. And then uh, Northampton, Massachusetts, we had a reschedule. That's the one they, that show canceled on me the day before. 
because of COVID. Yeah. We were like in the, we were like, it was the next day. So we had to reschedule it, schedule it to June. And, uh, and I think we're doing a show there. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I don't know where we're at dates wise, but this May is the 30- first weekend in June. This is next week. Okay. So, all right. Well, my show will have already been passed. Oh, yeah. So, okay. There you go. All right. Well, I got nothing. We're having a good yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. We go to your, go to Dusty's website. Well, yeah. I'm with Dusty at Stand Up Live in Huntsville. In a couple yeah, mid June. Yeah, mid June. It's yeah. gonna be great. Stand Up Live uh, Huntsville. Yeah. It's gonna be a hot show. Yeah, there you go. Shows, shows. Yeah. Got a couple this weekend. I'm at Cap City in Austin. Ooh, fun All club. Right. Headlining fun the side room. It's pretty small. Would love to fill it out. So yeah. get some tickets. Go, go, come. Some, yeah, Austin, Texas at Cap City. They have two Comedy rooms. Club. They have a side room and the main room. Yeah, I'm doing Friday, oh, really? Saturday. Oh wow! At the uh, the side room, and yeah. then later this month, sorry, Hilarities Comedy Club in Cleveland. I've never been. I'm headlining the Cabaret Room. All right, which Ooh. is the side room. It's small. I'd love to fill these rooms up. It'd be really cool to come through. If first you fill time those and- uh, those rooms up, you're getting. I mean, yeah. Next step is those. That's the hope. So yeah. if you're in the area, spread the word. Thank you. Your career, y'all's uh, Aaron's career relies on your hands. If he can't go next after that, you're like, uh, this week I'll be at the Funny Bone. I'll be in the <laughs> the, the a building right down the street. From the and it's MC. It's an MC. It's a shed. It's uh, it's just a dinner theater kind of thing, but with just me. Uh, all right, we love you as always, everybody. Thank you very much. See you next week. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetsy, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.